With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two, three, four. Taryn watches live feeds all day long. Brent's always there to say when he's wrong. They've got the feud that just won't quit. And Melissa's the one who has to deal with their sh- Hello everyone and welcome to the roundtable for Big Brother Canada 8. This is the podcast where we talk about everything from the feeds and in this one, everything that's no longer going to be on the feeds ever again. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me tonight is Melissa. How are you doing, Melissa? Sorry, my uh, internet cut out. Did you introduce me? <laughs> I, j- I just asked he you how just you're did. doing. Perfect. Yes. Literally, it came back right now. Um, I heard Melissa, and I was like... <laughs> Melissa! Talk! Anyway, Melissa, talk. Uh, well, what a day, huh? Uh, this is just a day that's or I guess a year, really, that just keeps getting sadder and sadder, I guess. Uh, worse and worse. Everything that could go wrong goes wrong. Uh, spent the day crying while I worked. Not great. Uh, I didn't think I would take the news that hard, but I I didn't realize I would, but I did. And here we are. Yes. Also with us tonight is Brent. How you doing, Brent? I'm doing okay. I mean, I feel like we all kind of felt in the back of our heads that this is probably where it was going. The season was so effed up to begin with. Uh, I was DMing with Arissa Cox. She she messaged me earlier today to be like, you know, like she had little breaking hearts because I had asked her about the season, and you know, she let me know that the season was done. And I was like, you know, that's just uh, it had bad juju from the beginning, from the moment that Nico quit. Uh, it, it was just never meant to be. There was always something going to be wrong with this season. And then you had like the two crazy things that happened with Jamar and, and then uh, Kyle right behind him and then Carol begging to quit, which I don't think I've... Like, we've had people ask to quit, but Carol actually set out to get nominated and quit. Like, it, it, it was bizarre. It was just crazy, crazy talk. And uh, I don't want to say I'm glad it's over because I'm not glad it's over. I really was excited for the game to begin, but we're never going to see that now. Yeah, uh, I think I think a lot of us suspected that this was definitely a possibility that the season has officially now 
been shut down. Uh, I think it happened a little faster than uh, than than we anticipated, though. Um, I certainly was expecting that they would try to drag it out a few more weeks at least um, and maybe try to accelerate things, maybe try to like give an actual end to the season. Um, but uh, I think that a lot of things just came together uh, over the last two days and uh, it just it was too much and they decided that uh, it was time to, to cut the cord and and uh, that's it for Big Brother Canada 8. Yeah, I don't know exactly the way it works in Canada. I think it works similar to the way the United States has governors. But I like the premier of, of Ontario, which is where Toronto is, which is where Big Brother Canada tapes issued a order for non-essential businesses to shut down. And they exempted telecommunications businesses from that. But I don't think that in the end, Big Brother Canada fell under that. Or if they did, the producers said no mas and decided to cancel the show anyway but at any rate we're done and but we're here to talk about where things stood i guess at the end and what might have been i don't know what 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 are we here to talk about taryn yeah well so you know we are we're gonna we're gonna talk about the week on the feeds um we're not gonna go into too much detail because it's not as necessary right we're not talking about like uh things that will matter a whole lot moving forward but we do want to give the most accurate sort of snapshot of where the house was when the season ended because that's about as good as we're going to get in terms of uh, a conclusion to the season uh, some kind of you know where we can we can maybe try and uh, make wild predictions about where things could have gone from here uh, and you know who was in the best spot to uh, to do well and all of that stuff uh, there's certainly a lot to talk about in terms of what's been happening this week anyway so uh, so that's what we're going to do we're going to update the stock watch one more time give uh, give players some ratings for the week week and then uh we'll update the prices once more and then the stock watch will be over but don't worry unlike big brother canada 8 we will crown a winner of the stock watch after <laughs> two trading windows oh my That'd god be good. Maybe I can win. Yeah. Um, so, so there you go. Uh, and your money will count towards your overall uh net worth portfolio for throughout all seasons so all right yeah it's not it wasn't a waste um so <laughs> I'm down. And just to be clear, I'm down. Like I'm me asking Taryn, like, what are we here to do? That doesn't mean that I am not down to talk about Big Brother Canada 8. I mean, I, I certainly am. I thought it was an intriguing season and there were definitely parts to it that I enjoyed. Um, I think the biggest part to me that I am crushed about is Sheldon. I mean, it just we just do not get a guy who looks like him, who acts like him, who carries himself like him very often on television. And for him to have set himself up in such a great way, I've never seen somebody in the history of the show to be able to win literally back-to-back HOHs and not be anybody's target. Like, he's just way, way, way down the list. Like, people may be thinking about him, but in, like, number number five target, number six target, number seven target, like, like it wasn't even close. Um, he had an amazing shield and brook in front of him. And I, I just, I was so excited I wasn't necessarily rooting for him. Like I definitely wanted him to face a little adversity, but I, you know, in the back of my head, I'm like, if he could do this, this would be really fucking awesome. This would be really great. Um, it's like, I'm not going to get that chance now. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's really unfortunate. Cause I do feel like there were a lot of really strong players and I wish we could have seen how their games go and what happens. I feel like, I mean, we didn't even get to see, we were barely getting started. I feel. And, I feel like we were 
essentially at the point where we were just like getting to know them, like getting to know all their names, know what they're about, know their strategy, know how they're going to start working this, know who's working with who. And now all of a sudden it's just like, poof, doesn't matter. And it sucks because I do feel like this was a good cast. I mean, there were so many interesting characters, so many strong game players. Um, So it's really unfortunate. And I mean, especially during this time right now, I feel like this is a time of a lot of uncertainty and a lot of, you know, unprecedented things happening. And I do feel like Big Brother and going on this podcast every week um, was something that kept everything feeling normal. Like, I feel like for this like brief period of time when we talk about Big Brother, we weren't necessarily talking about like what's going on in the outside world. And I was kind of able to just like, forget about it and th- talk about something fun and something, you know, interesting and something that's so normal to us. And now I just feel like we're losing that. And this quarantine is going to get a lot worse. Yeah, it's, it really sucks. I mean, it sucks for, it sucks for the players. It's, uh, you know, as, as Brent said, you know, the Sheldon who wanted to come on this show that he loved to, to play it and be like the best player to ever play. Um, was he, uh, you know, headed toward that direction? Well, you know, I think he was definitely doing very, very well. Uh, and I do may, it could have been a possibility. Uh, there's a lot of game left to be played. Um, and so what we're left with is, uncertainty and even if he does get a chance to play again it's not going to be the same they're going to yeah. know they're going to see him coming yeah. Um, so it, it, it really does suck, uh, for Sheldon, for Brooke, for all of the players who were in there. Um, and, uh, it sucks for the, the crew who no longer have work, uh, in this, in this time. Um, uh, it's, it sucks for, uh, for us. We don't get to talk about the show anymore um it, it sucks for uh the audience who who took pleasure in the show and who wanted to watch the show but uh at the end of the day you know it does come down to you know the safety of everyone involved and so i think that we all understand that it had to happen um but it's it still sucks and right. uh, that's where we're at um I, I did want to say something really quickly and you guys can disagree with me if you want if you read this any differently but i just wanted to uh alleviate some fears out there on the way i read this uh for a couple reasons um uh, so the big brother canada issued a statement and uh and part of the statement said this it said at this time big brother canada has no plans to resume production at a later date after a truly unprecedented season the show will take its final bow over two episodes wednesday blah 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 on wednesday april the 1st at 7 p.m so uh, I got some people asking me if that meant that the show is canceled. Um, and two reasons or two things. Uh, number one, no, that does not mean the show is canceled uh, because number one, they wouldn't answer a question like that right now. If the show was canceled, they wouldn't say right now the show is canceled. Like they would like they would literally have some distance between this and the show. They wouldn't make those decisions right now. They probably wouldn't make those decisions till like, you know, what they're deciding to put on their schedule next year. So no, the, in my eyes, the show is not canceled. And two, um, Overall, I feel like the show is just trying to say that Big Brother Canada 8 is taking its final bow. Not mm-hmm. like, and when, when it says the show, it means Big Brother Canada 8, not Big Brother Canada Emeritus is taking its final bow. So I don't, I mean, you guys can disagree with me if you want, but I, I think there's a good chance that we 
see season nine when uh, spring in, in uh, 2021 rolls around. Yeah, for for what it's worth, uh, and and this this has been talked about by uh, by other people as well. That uh, the email that was sent out to media uh, did include in the message, "We'll see you for Big Brother Canada Nine. Um, now, obviously, I don't think it's been officially renewed either, so I don't think that's confirmation that they're coming back by any means. But I think it does indicate that they at least don't know right like they're at least hoping that they're coming back they're they're not they are not announcing that they're yeah. done yeah. um so and they would never announce that right now like mm-hmm. they, they would never announce now hey we're done see ya girl bye okay <laughs> it would just it would just never happen that way Yes. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, they've had trouble in the past with trying to keep the show on the air um, that uh, they did have, you know, I, I think a, a part of that had to do with um, what was happening with their studio at the time as well. And that uh, that was certainly a part of it. The ratings have been better pretty much ever since then. Um, the ratings this season have been excellent, uh, you know, consistently uh, been pretty, pretty good. Uh, in fact, I just looked at the ratings for like the new season of Westworld and I was like, oh my God, Big Brother Canada does better than Westworld. Um, <laughs> uh, or at least it appears to be. Um, I don't, I'm, I'm not a ratings person, but, uh, but the ratings were very good. Uh, obviously, I think that the situation, the circumstances right now in the world have something to do with that, but, uh, but it, it does, it is an indication of the strength of the show it seems to be getting stronger and stronger as time goes on ever since it was renewed uh so that's something to uh to note and uh and something else to note is that with the situation with what's ha- with what's happening in the world pretty much all production for all shows uh all of it's shutting down and that means that there is going to be some big gaps in uh, in programming for a lot of networks i imagine uh i think the most comparable time tv wise to this was the writer's strike that happened uh you know i don't know like 10 years ago uh maybe more um and in oh that God. time it was it was like the golden age of reality tv because it was yeah. so easy to just throw out uh cheap reality tv while there I was, was thinking a, of all the cheap reality tv that i watched during the writer's strike oh my god <laughs> right so uh so I, there's certainly uh, uh i think a chance that um that you know big brother canada absolutely could be back in some form at some time uh you know big brother canada is probably going to be suffering the worst from this uh we can think about you know, Big Brother U.S. Um, in, in coming into in in the summer, which is probably not coming in the summer, but uh, I would imagine has a decent chance of coming at some point because again, there should be uh, gaps in programming that something like Big Brother would be a great fit for. So uh, there's still a lot of uncertainty with the future of the show, um, but uh, I don't think there's a ton of reason to like overly panic at this point uh, with so either. So I still, I still have a job. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully. I mean, look, this is definitely, I have a lot of, uh, inherent bias in this as well because my entire job is entirely <laughs> connected to the show. So, uh, if, if I'm telling you not to panic, it may be that I'm telling myself not to panic, uh, as I look for some like nine to five office job again. Um, Taryn's like, don't panic, people. Don't panic. <laughs> no, he's like, I'm not panicking. 
Uh, yeah it's a, look it's a hard time for everyone it's a hard time for a lot of people are going through uh similar things so uh that's that's where we're at here with uh with big brother canada the season now over uh and i i i found myself like very sad not only with uh, you know everything else that's going on but uh but with like I I'm I miss Hira. I want to hear I want to hear Hira talking to to like JL or something. I want to mm-hmm. hear him calling him an accident. I want to hear him uh you know making fun of uh Brooks jumpsuit. Like uh I I I miss him already. I liked this cast. I really did. There were I know, definitely me too. some yeah, there were some sour points here, but uh, there were some really great, uh, some great personalities here, and and they were all they were all playing uh, pretty decently. So, it's uh, it's definitely disappointing. It sucks because we'll never know what could have been. You know, yeah. we never we'll never know who the winner is. We'll never know like who would have betrayed who or what could have happened or who would have turned out to be like a star player. I mean. Sheldon or who or Brooke or whoever Sue, anyone could have ended up becoming like a legendary big brother player. And at this point we always have to like put the, an asterisk next to their name because we don't know, like we can, when we do like ranking podcasts or whatever, I'm sure we probably won't include them, but maybe like honorable mentions, we'd have to be like, you know, you know, Sheldon's a great big brother player. We don't know how great he is, but you know, he seemed like he would be great. And it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, a lot of those people who are on the season are big fans of the show. And this is like a dream of theirs. So it just kind of sucks. I never thought we'd have worse than Mitch. I never, I never thought it would happen. And now it is. But I there feel you like go. I feel like Sheldon might be might be in the worst the worst spot yeah. than Mitch. Um, yeah. Well, so I can tell you that uh, the plan is I will uh, I will be live tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern just to to give an update for anybody that only listen only listens to the live feed updates. Uh, I don't want them to just disappear off off the map with no explanation. So I will be live tomorrow morning to just uh, explain explain the situation again. Maybe answer some questions in the chat. Uh, and then we will there are still two episodes remaining of uh, Big Brother Canada 8. Uh, I believe the next one will air tomorrow night uh, and then the final episode will air a week from tomorrow night. Uh, and we will we will definitely cover both of those episodes. Uh, we'll probably we'll probably do podcasts about them on the following Thursday. Uh, something uh, something like that to talk about the, the Wednesday episodes. Um, and then I'm sure we'll also have some kind of final roundtable wrap up like we usually do for a season where we rate all the players like as a whole um, and uh, and stuff like that. Uh, Mike Bloom has already reached out. He wants to put together a Brant Steel simulation to try and predict uh, what might have happened in a Brant Steel simulation of with the rest of the season. So we'll definitely do that as well. No, I wanted to ask that really quickly. So can we set the brand steel simulation i know we can like put in the relationships and the alliances and all that but can we set the season where it was at the time that it stopped like I, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, we okay. can definitely try. Like, okay. I think worst case, we can just put in eleven players because 
<clears throat> Carol's not in it, uh, and then start from there. Um, okay. But uh, but if not, we can we can or, or uh, hope even better would be to start it in that, at this point as well as you mentioned. Okay. Um, but uh, but I'm not sure how uh, how possible that is. But uh, I think it, I think it will be very fun. We will we'll just definitely it. try that. Yeah. And and like uh, so, if you haven't done if you haven't seen a brand steal before, it's basically like a website where um, you can simulate seasons of Survivor, Big Brother, or a uh, similar shows and uh it it will do it by like random chance or by little, little statistics that you put in about you know relationships and alliances and you can also like give players statistics like uh they're a five out of five at competitions and they're a one out of five at like uh you know a social game or whatever so um so that should be fun it's, it's essentially just simulate out the rest of the season we'll try that for sure uh and then of course uh I, we've got uh 11 house guests maybe maybe 12 we got a lot of house guests more than 11 because we'll uh, i'd love to talk to jamar um we got a lot of people to talk to to interview about the season uh unfortunately they are already on social media and they're already being fed nonsense by their <laughs> crazy fans um and so uh they're probably will not be able they're not they're not clean we're not getting the the sequestered uh you know true opinions uh they also apparently basically like divulged um the all of the game stuff that was happening uh once they were told that the season was over they just kind of uh, told everybody told like everybody i was coming after you stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah um okay. so uh so but we'll we'll do our best we'll we'll try we'll try to a- ask as, as many questions as we can about uh where the game might have gone what their you know plan was um i i hope i get to talk to vanessa so i can just be like why um why for all of this (laughs) right and uh so hopefully we've got some some fun uh some fun stuff for you over the next couple of weeks uh so that we we will not just vanish off the face of the earth we still have some content heading your way and then um you know without big brother around for potentially a little while uh i would love to continue to do uh more regular off-season stuff uh talk you know maybe we'll finally update our winner rankings um after you know it's been been a few few years now um and you know stuff like that so you can always find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taron armstrong so uh we're gonna we're gonna do our best to continue to to funnel out the content because we know that uh there's not a lot there's not a lot out there and it's gonna start to die off uh as we go so we'll uh we'll do our best as as we go but uh that's that's the plan that's the plan for me uh you know maybe we'll come up with more ideas as well um but uh, are you guys ready to to talk about w- what happened? What 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 was the final week of Big Brother Canada eight like? Sure. <laughs> All right. So it sucks also because just like to really quickly say it wasn't even a fun, exciting week. Like you know what I mean? Like at least end on a week where it's like, oh man, everything's happening. At least and it's just like this week was like this was supposed to be like the skip week where it was like Carol was just gonna quit and go home. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the last time we talked, we 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 thought Carol was going to last a bit longer. We her wife had just said stay in the game. We were like, all right, uh, you know, she'll probably bring it up at some point again in the future. But I think she's good for now. Uh, literally a day later, 
She's Literally. talking about quitting again. Yeah. Um, and at that point, I said, oh, okay, well, that's that's over and done with. Um, and by the time the HOH competition happens, you guys saw this in the episode, she was full on begging to be evicted from the game, uh, which, as we've talked about, is, in my opinion, far worse than just self-evicting. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that's, that's what Carol was doing. Uh, obviously, the last time we spoke that uh, Kyle was ejected from the game after we talked. Uh, we did not anticipate this at all. We were talking about how Jamar had been removed from the game, and then uh, all of a sudden, Kyle was removed from the game. Not much explanation as to why. Seemed like a panic damage control kind of deal to me. Um, but that happened, and the entire house really reshifted with both Jamar and Kyle gone. Um, the eviction was canceled. Min... Her life was saved in the game. Uh, and then Sheldon won HOH again. And uh, and so Carol and Min went up on the block to get Carol out of the game because everybody agreed to send her out. Uh, Hira won the veto. And then Sue tried to flip the vote to get Min evicted and then have Sarah, Carol just either stay another week or self-evict. Um, and that's about where the feeds stopped. Um, that uh, We're going to talk about the state of the house and where it was, but um, that's, that's really where the feeds went to. It was all just about Carol and how she was quitting and are they going to let her do this? Are they really going to go through the motions and send her out? Uh, which... They uh, at the time of the feeds going down, it seemed they were Melissa. Yeah, I mean, look I, about Carol. I I actually haven't gotten to talk about Carol quitting. Yeah, can we yet. rip her a new asshole? Go ahead. Yeah, this is honestly, it's. I was I felt like she had a lot of promise in her preseason interviews. I was very excited about her. She seemed hungry for the win. She seemed like she um, was really excited to play. I I only picked her later than I would have. I would have picked her near the beginning, but because, you know, she's was quote unquote older and maybe wouldn't fit in, I, I was a little worried. But I was like, she's got this, like she has the motivation. She's interested in playing. She's a fan of the game. You know, I had high hopes. And the second that she started the game, it was like just total disappointment. Um, she didn't seem motivated at all. She didn't care. Um, she kept talking about quitting. And you know, there's always the initial I'm going to quit or I feel I can't do this. I'm sad crying sort of thing like Vanessa in like big brother 17, you know, and then you, then they turn it around. They get into, it's like the homesickness at sleepaway camp or something, you know, where it's like you get in there and you're like, I can't do this. I want to go home. And then you get used to it and you're like, Oh wait, actually I want to stay. don't want to leave. And then you're good. But that just never happened for her. And you know, the quitting thing is just, I have no respect for it at all. And I don't believe that just because you get voted out because you ask people to, and you're not actually quote unquote quitting the game, that doesn't mean anything to me. You're still quitting. It's still a total quit. And honestly, it's worse than a quit because you're wasting our time. You're wasting the fans time. You're wasting producers times. You're wasting the crew time. You're wasting everything. Just leave. If you're going to beg people to vote you out, then just leave. Because it's it's honestly like not worth any of our time to have to go through a waste of a week like this. Yeah. It's just pointless. Yeah. Well, the I mean, the, the only other time we've seen this happen on Big Brother was Big Brother Celebrity. 
mm-hmm. that uh, the celebrities felt like they were owed uh, this kind of treatment, that they should be voted out so that they didn't have to go through the disgrace of leaving. Um, and even in Big Brother's celebrity, uh, these the, the, these wishes were uh, not they did not want to go through with this. Um, but the evictions were so much faster that uh, the celebrities were willing to wait uh, an eviction or two uh, in order to leave so that they didn't screw over their allies. Um, but Carol, uh, whose follower count has probably doubled, as she predicts, um, I guess is now a celebrity and uh, needs to be treated uh, as such, uh, better better than such, maybe. Um, and that's uh, that's that's where she's at. Yeah, like, yeah. let's be clear about this. The fact that Big Brother Canada 8 was ultimately canceled because of the coronavirus does not absolve Carol over the fact right. that she has been an utter disappointment this entire time. Like, I'm kind of mad that we don't get to see her quit now because I w- even if she got evicted, I was going to call it a quit. It was a quit. Like, it's she quit. literally took up our last week of feeds that we're going to get for a long time on Big Brother just mm-hmm. whining to people about the fact that she wants to quit. And she also kept saying, this is like, I've seen this before. You guys forget that I was in the military, right? People go into the military and it's like a shock to your system, right? Because all of a sudden you don't get to do whatever you want to do. You're doing what other people want you to do. And I remember I was like on the phone with my mom crying. I was like, mom, I hate this. I think I made a mistake. I think this is terrible. I got to go home. <laughs> my mom was like, oh, honey, just hold on. And you, you, and you adapt to it, right? But like Mm -hmm. Melissa said, Carol never adapted to that. And honestly, I believe this is the reason why the producers don't take more of a flyer on older house guests sometimes because older house guests are more set in their ways. They're less likely to have a laissez-faire attitude like some of the younger house guests have. And Carol was on the feeds earlier this week and I retweeted it when Liza was Liza from Big Brother Canada 1 was talking about it because uh, Carol was mad at the fact that she doesn't like being told what to do. She doesn't like being told to follow the rules and she doesn't like being told to wake up now and that you have to do this and go here and stand here and what did you think the show was gonna be like carol (laughs) like if you you're a fan of the show what what in the world was your expectation when you walked into the house it is just stunning to me that you didn't have more of a truth and then to hear you go on about how you're gonna be an inspiration to people when you're going to walk out with your head held high, when we all know you're quitting, which is what it was mm-hmm. going to be, and then talk about your follower feeds and how you oh, you hope you get some good gigs out of this and your $100,000 yeah. that you can make in two months. Why did you come here? Whoa. Yeah, like if you're not, if you're not okay, like if you're not in it to play the game and you're not, you don't care about like the outcome of the the, the show or anything like that then at least come for money. But if you're not coming for money, then like, okay, you're coming for like the fame of it. I don't know. I just feel like none of it. If you're not coming to play the game, then don't come at all. If, if I even come close to hearing the words from Carol, uh, I made it the whole way through. Oh my God. I'm going to lose my mind (laughs) because she never actually was evicted. Oh God. Ugh. Can you imagine if she says, hey, I, I tied in the end with 11 other people. Ugh. <laughs> like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You quit. Um, 
Yeah. Ah. So uh, that's that that it, and it really did. It it you know it took it took the final week of the game uh, and and turned it into something that wasn't really a game, and that's really unfortunate uh, because this was a fun cast. Um, luckily, we we did have you know Sheldon and Brooke doing a lot of things behind the scenes. We had Sue freaking out and trying to flip the vote, which was entertaining enough, I guess. But uh, but still, like oh, imagine what this week could have been um, if not for uh, her just like shutting it down immediately uh, and and the crazy thing is that she wasn't in a bad spot and I do not mean to say this to like support her case that like she could have done so well in the game and would have maybe gotten to the end um, because uh, well I mean she might have but not because of like uh, her being a master game player or anything but like she was in an okay spot she was uh, like aligning with people she was uh, she was in between a couple of groups and it, it wasn't like she was just a, a player that was just sitting they're doing nothing that was that's normally the kind of player that quits uh but she was playing she just didn't want to be there i guess yeah i know it's such a disappointment i was really i'm really kind of shocked about it. again carol is like one year younger than i am so i don't like think of carol as being an older person i mean like because i don't feel like my uh, myself i'm an older person but what she acted like it she acted like such a stick in the mud most of the time i am and look the, yeah, the, the, the attitude of just of just feeling like like at the very start of the week after the hoh competition all right guys it's my turn Everybody do what I want and uh, spend the entire week. The entire week is about Catering me. To her. Yep. Uh, I get to sit up on the block. You guys get to do what I say and send me home. Um, and that this is somehow more respectable than just uh, just list leaving. Uh, it's 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 very very frustrating. Um, yep. I did I did ask on the survey um, that I, I I knew this would definitely be a topic. I asked, is it more respectable to quit outright or to ask to spend a week evicting you (laughs) it's honestly such a waste of our time it makes me that's the thing it's like okay quitting it's like okay fine whatever go you're not a good game player like I don't have like respect for you but if you make us sit through the whole week knowing that you're you're essentially quitting and we have to watch you get voted out because you've like laid down and died. That makes me mad. Like, that's the thing. It's like, okay, you quit. I don't have respect for you. Okay. Bye. I'm not mad at you. I'm just like that. Okay. No, you're not a good game player. But when you waste my time, that's when I'm angry and that's when I'm annoyed. And so like, I'm annoyed with Carol, like, okay, she wants to quit. That's fine. Like Nico didn't waste my time. You know, he's fine. He left. I'm annoyed. Like I'm not annoyed because I'm just like, whatever like that's your own choice but i don't respect you and then but carol she wastes my time i like not only do i not respect it but it makes me mad yeah 92 percent of the audience says quit outright that is the more respectable thing to do uh eight percent of the audience uh carol's family and friends i believe that's where they came from (laughs) um so now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. Uh, all right. Let's talk about the state of the house. Where where were we when the game ended? We're talking a lot about Sheldon. Uh, certainly Brooke deserves a, a good chunk of credit as well, though I'm not sure that she had as the prospects were quite as bright as they were for Sheldon uh, there. But um, this is where we were at heading into next week, looking forward into the future. We're going to do our best to try and explain to you and describe how the season might have played out given the current state of things. So the main thing is that we had Sheldon and Brooke at the center of everything. It was like one big Venn diagram uh, and they were like the center circle and they were in all of the other circles. Um, and so they had an alliance with every single person in the house. Um, some form of an alliance with every single person in the house. Uh, they weren't after anybody in particular because they were sitting so well that they really could just let both sides take shots at each other. I imagine that the plan would have been if one side hits the other, then they will then uh, support the retaliation um, and then continue to play them off of each other uh, in that way. Um, they were keeping an eye on Hira. They were a little bit worried about him, saw him as a potential long-term threat and probably would have encouraged the target to shift onto him if possible. They were, they had individual sort of alliances or final three deals or whatever with people like JL uh squadron midnight it was called uh they had one uh, a loose one with min they kind of had a, a loose uh understanding with sue uh even with hira to some degree um they had a kind of like a four thing with maddie and re they had of course the five thing with uh with vanessa chris and sue um and so they were as i said really just in the middle of everything while those two sides the two sides being jl hira maddie and kind of on one side they were going after chris and vanessa those were their targets min was kind of like put her on the block she's expendable sue expendable we probably wouldn't put her on the block maybe we would but she's expendable not less so than min but still expendable the target though chris and vanessa no plan on turning uh no plans to turn against sheldon and brooke anytime soon and they never really talked about it. They only ever talked about Sheldon Brook being a target in front of them, which was a, a misread on their part. Uh, then we had Vanessa, Chris, Sue and Angie kind of on the other side. Uh, they were going after JL, Hira and Min. <laughs> 
prospectively. Uh, <laughs> and they also had no plans on turning against Sheldon and Brooke anytime soon. Unlike the Victor side of things, they, uh, Chris and Vanessa in particular, did talk about very long term in the end game they would have the numbers over Sheldon and Brooke that they would eventually have to go like final five final six kind of thing once uh, they have Sue on their side which gives them the numbers and maybe Angie as well that they would then overpower Sheldon and Brooke Um, but that was so far off that uh, I don't think there's really any need to give it much credence because let's be real it was never happening Uh, and then of course Min just kind of hanging out because she was supposed to be evicted twice in a row didn't happen at the time the feeds went down she was going after sue and would have put angie on the block uh who knows what she would have done after that she was working she was trying to work with all three sides essentially uh the uh the vanessa chris side the evictor side and with uh sheldon and brooke but none of the three sides trusted her and uh, i'm not sure how much traction she would have gotten um but we'll never know so that's basically where the house stood when things uh when things stopped brent yeah, I was really looking forward to the coming week, you guys. I really was because I felt like the house was beginning to split and Sheldon and Brooke were in the middle of it. And the thing that I was looking forward to the most was the fact that eventually somebody from one side or the other was going to win HOH. And at that point, Sheldon and Brooke were going to support the person who wins HOH from that side. And in doing so, possibly reveal to the other side that they were double dealing. It's always the tricky part. Always mm-hmm. the tricky part. And that is the re- where the rubber meets the road. That is where Sheldon and Brooke would earn their money. Okay? And God damn it, we never got to see it. Because some people can do it and some people can't. Like, some people can balance that and make people think, oh, no, no, but I'm, I'm really supporting you. I had nothing to do with this. And, and, and they don't uh, uh, channel uh, or cause re- uh, regret or resentment in other people. Like, well, think of it this way. When you, you have allies, and somebody from the other side wins HOH and they're targeting you. And you see your allies just easy peasy, lemon squeezy. They're just, you're just, Sheldon and Brooke are just sitting away, like not doing anything, not worried mm-hmm. about squat. You're looking at them like, what's going on? Like, why, why not them? Like, what, what, what about them? Why do they get off? Like, I'm the one out here, you know, uh, fighting my ass off. What, what are they doing? And then you, that, that builds resentment. And it's only the really great players that are able to, uh, tamp down that resentment and still hold the trust of the people who are being targeted in the palm of their hand. And I believe that Sheldon would have been able to do that. But given his somewhat uh, emotionless nature at times, it would have been very intriguing to see. And also, given the fact that Brooke, and I don't think she even realized this necessarily at the time, that, that Brooke was the alpha in the relationship as far as the house was concerned. She was, yeah. in, she was mm-hmm. in front of Sheldon and she would have been taking the bullets. I don't think she realized that at the time, but she would have quickly realized that once somebody got HOH and decided to target her, if they were resenting her and Sheldon. So uh, I, I'm really bummed that we're never going to get to see that. I, that was, it was really about to be good stuff. Yeah, it is, it's especially unfortunate because, I mean, the Stockwatch showed last week. I mean, everybody was about like a five-ish because we were all just in limbo. We were all like, okay, now the game is about to start. Now we're about to see like, you know, who are the good players, uh, you know, separate the week from the chop, you know? And I'm, I'm sad that we don't get to see the results of that because I don't necessarily feel like we really got to see 
much change. Like, I don't know if we'll see a lot of change in the stock watch this week, just because this was kind of a bye week. It was like, yeah, sure. There were some relationships being built, but it wasn't like we got to see a real big shift in things that were going on or big incremental. Shift in relationships. Yeah, it was incremental. Like, yeah. It was an incremental change. And it's just, it's unfortunate because I do feel like if we had just gotten one more week, we might've seen some big shifts in the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say I do think for for me, at least uh, that I did see a big shift in this week, uh, especially because of everything that happened. Like That's one fair. of the one of the uncertainties that I was finding in the previous week was that Jamar had just been kicked off and we had no idea how that was going to impact the game. And then. uh after that, Kyle was kicked off as well. And that completely had another massive impact on the game. Um, and one of the things that I found this week was, OK, well, this is a great opportunity to test some of the house guests metal here. Uh, who is able to adapt to the new shifted landscape the best? And that's why I was so impressed with what Sheldon and Brooke were doing, because they were hit probably the hardest of anybody in the house by losing both Jamar and Kyle. And they managed to turn that into the best spot in the house yet again. Um, and so I was very impressed with that, uh, especially coming off of the previous week where I was doubting Sheldon's abilities uh, as a player. Um, and so I, I was impressed by that. And and I've, I've also been impressed with people like Hira, who's continuing to grow was continuing to grow as a player um, and really starting to set himself apart strategically, physically. Um, and I was very excited about that. We had JL who was getting in with Sheldon and Brooke probably would have been protected over Hira um, and was kind of double dealing between the old evictors and Sheldon and Brooke uh, probably would have fell victim to them eventually if that had continued, but uh, was very interesting to see. And I was very curious to see where it would go. Obviously, I would have loved to see what Vanessa was going to do next. Um, every single week, she was surprising me with something new. Uh, Min was going to stay in the game. Min, who all like Min, who is like that player this season that always has good ideas, but like terrible execution, um, and then also some terrible ideas. Um, <laughs> but but always fun to watch. Uh, and so you know, and even Chris, like Chris, was like such a weird yeah. player. Chris. But uh, like we're never going to find another Chris ever again on Big Brother. Uh, and and we don't get to see his downfall. Like we don't get to see when the ego pops. Right. <laughs> like that would have been excellent. Uh, but it's not there. Um, but but anyway, my point, I, I did see some shifting here. So you, that will be reflected in, in my ratings. This I mean, week. I, it, I, I suppose it will be in the numbers. I. I guess uh, we we didn't get to see the fallout. I guess yes. is what I'm trying yeah. to say. We I I I I felt like I knew what was about to happen, um, but it kind of depended on who won HOH to see who really got short into the stick. Yes. So uh, let's just try to do some absolute like crazy speculation. Um, if we uh, like if we say, all right, next week, it basically came down to which side was going to win. Um, if I'm if I'm being uh, honest, I feel like. I feel like just Vanessa, Chris, I feel like they're probably a little bit more likely than JL and Hira to win the next competition. 
maybe. Uh, but uh, it's hard to know. But let's just say they do. I feel like that might that might be bad for Hira. That Hira might go. Maybe he wins a veto. This is how immediately, immediately, it's like this is impossible, right? Uh, yeah. What happens if Hira wins the veto? The entire game changes from mm-hmm. that point. Um, but assuming that something along those lines happens, one side is weakened, then it becomes, as Brent, you said, can Sheldon and Brooke continue to play the middle as this is happening? Um, and they were doing a pretty good job of it, so I have some reason to believe that they could have been successful here, especially because of how much like animosity was between the Shell, uh, the Vanessa, Chris, and like uh, you know JL Hira side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like if especially if Hira left, then they would st- it would still be the, the Victors versus Chris. Then maybe Chris leaves the next week and you've got like Vanessa, Sue and Angie versus uh, JL, Maddie and Ree. Um, I, I feel like there is a, a timeline where uh, Sheldon and Brooke do continue to do well. I think that at that point, Min becomes their biggest problem if Min doesn't end up leaving this week uh, or if Hira doesn't leave, he could become a long term problem. Um, and based on what we saw with Sheldon competitively, I do think that he can probably win a large chunk of competitions toward the end, especially if people like Hira and Chris leave. Um, then uh, I, there's it doesn't seem like there's a lot of other competition in his way, uh, both physically and mentally. So uh, I do I do feel like Sheldon and Brooke have a very good shot to move forward. I do think that Sheldon has a better chance than Brooke just socially for whatever reason. There are still so many people that don't like her with people like Vanessa in the jury. Um, I feel like uh, Sheldon definitely has a, a much better shot. I do think there's a chance, a decent chance that Brooke tries to cut Sheldon at the end, although by then she might be so like deep in the uh, like uh, lovey-dovey that maybe <laughs> she doesn't. Um, but I think she'd want to, but maybe have a hard time and not know. Uh, that would have been maybe interesting to see. Uh, but either way, I, the way I look at it, I do feel like Sheldon probably had the best shot if we can if we can do anything with with this prediction, which is, again, so crazy and out there and impossible to know for sure that if we're giving odds, maybe Sheldon had slightly better odds from this perspective right now. And I'm not saying that to do him any favors because he's really going to hate that I'm saying this if he ever plays again. Uh, so, um, but that was my, that was my view on things. Brent, what do you, what do you, did you, do you have similar yeah. thoughts? Or? Yeah. My, my feeling on it would be to, you know, have a totally egalitarian view and give everybody equal percentages of winning the game and then go from there. Like yeah, I think exactly. you add, add about, uh, you know, if you're saying like each house guest has about an 8% chance of winning the game, if they're all equal, mm-hmm. um, add about 10%, I think for Sheldon, I think that's about fair. Yeah. Uh, I'd say give him about an 18 to 20% chance of winning the game. I think about one out of five chance, one out of five times a guy like Sheldon at this point in the game with his game and this cast with the relationships that are set this way is going to win the game. Uh, and that's, and that is more than anybody else who's currently in the game right now. Uh, there will be other people that uh, you can look at who might have a potentially better chance to win the game. People like Angie, who I think, did not have much of a chance to win the game. Uh, people like Hira, who I didn't, I don't think had much of a chance to win the game. Uh, I liked Hira's game in some ways, and I liked where he had evolved to, but I still felt like they're never going to let a guy like that get to the end of the game. Not think, somebody 
that well liked. I, I think also he he started too slow. It was too slow of a start. Yeah. Like he was lure, he was getting there, but by the time he got there, yeah. like Sheldon and Brooke had been there for a while, and so. Yeah. It was a little too late. Um, I, I like uh, you, you did much better than me at uh, you. You went with the numbers, uh, the percentages, uh, which is a much better way of explaining what we're doing here. So thank you for that. Um, uh, Melissa, what are, what are your thoughts? This is my prediction. This is how I, like I just see it. I see it this way. This is so I'm not going by numbers. Right, or give it to us, Mama. Based on, uh, fully based on just feeling. vision, based on my vision. Don't say Vanessa. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. My vision of the future is the final two comes down to Sheldon and Maddie. Ooh. The jury is super pissed because at one point Sheldon had to cut Brooke uh, because, you know, it came down to it and he was like, I can't beat Brooke. She's Reasons. too good. <laughs> so he cuts her. And I see a situation where everybody's pissed off at Sheldon because they feel like he betrayed them because he had, um, he had, you know, said he was working with each of them and then they found out he wasn't. Mm-hmm. And it's a very similar like Tyler like scenario. And then it ends up that Maddie gets the win because the jury's upset with Sheldon. And Maddie, Maddie, Maddie was more real. She never pretended yeah, to yeah, be that, your that's friend. What they, say. Yeah, they, say, they say she, you know, and even Min Lee is like, she fought. We fought and she, you know, like she wasn't afraid to tell me what she thought. <laughs> Everyone's saying like she she was real to me the whole time. I thought Sheldon had been working with me and he wasn't and he betrayed me. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I'm voting Honestly, for the realest person on this stage, Maddie. If you're one of those people, what, frankly like me, who just like lets people have it sometimes and like, you know, like really doesn't give a shit and you're just like whatever. And then you find your way to the end of the game. I really like your chances to win because at that point, People are tired of the bullshit. They're mm-hmm. they're pissed off. They want to take it out on somebody, and they look at you and they're like, you know what? You're kind of an ass, but at least you're an honest ass. Like I, at least mm-hmm. I, I know that you're real, even though you're a total jackass to me. Um, I I, I can definitely see Maddie taking the win. Right. Well, that's that's one of the things I was really interested in in seeing, or at least potentially seeing, was was Sheldon kind of being in that role where he is a lot more upfront with people that's than true. somebody that's like Tyler true. was. And yes. and so I was really like, because I don't know, I don't know how this would play out. It seemed to me so far that Sheldon's blunt sort of cold approach has actually been working for him in terms of damage control that people like Maddie, Ree, and even Min don't mind that he's basically put them on the block, betrayed them in some way. Uh, it seems like it's it's actually coming off better than when Tyler did it because Tyler was so warm and so mm-hmm. like comforting and he would just like draw you in with his eyes and made you feel like he loved you and then when he stabbed you in the back you felt so betrayed versus Sheldon's sort of like cold robotic nature it almost feels like that it might not incur the sort of uh, bitterness that that Tyler did but that's purely theory at this point and I really would have loved to see it play out Uh, I, I never remember Tyler saying to anybody I just don't trust you, which is what mm-hmm. Sheldon said to Min, which is what Sheldon has been more honest about with other people. So I don't think that that Sheldon would be his sins would not be that of Tyler's. And he would I don't think he would be held as accountable. I think he would be held accountable. And mm-hmm. I think Maddie could still beat him. But I I, I take your point, Taryn, that, that uh, Sheldon is a bit more of a like he doesn't care much feelings as much. And thus. On the flip side, he doesn't engender quite as much resentment when he stabs you in the back. 
Yeah. Okay. So if you guys have to pick a winner just for out of nothing, who do you think wins the season? Sheldon. Yeah. I mean, I have to say Sheldon. It, and it's, not just that because it's big brother Canada. And we've seen that big brother Canada does not change their competitions. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've seen the story a, before. That's genuinely a huge part of yeah, it. It really he, is. It's like, he, yeah. I think would dominate those competitions. Yeah. And if he gets yeah. anywhere near, I think what, what did Kevin Martin say? Like final eight, final seven, like exactly. once Kevin Martin knew he was at final eight, final seven. He was, he was there. Exactly. They, they, those taught those, those comps are totally crackable. And he would have his, you know, lay of the land in terms of what he wanted to do. So yeah. unless it was somebody else winning vetoes and, and whatever, he, 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 he would get to write his own path and take Angie to the end or whatever he wanted to do. Yeah. The, the fact that the fact that he was both in the best position strategically in the house and is probably the best competitor in the house. Like that is that are those are the two major like if we if we can look at anything in terms of predictors those are the two main things especially for big brother canada so his uh, big thing would have been at some point him and brooke were going to be on the block brooke wins the veto that is the point in time where he would have been absolutely effed mm-hmm. he would have had to come up with the votes and find a way to stay in the house and given the given the choice that brooke was still in there get you know, convincing people to keep him as well, even though Brooke is also safe, would have been an absolutely monumental task. Yeah, I, um, I, yeah, I don't know if I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, that that but, would have been his one because Brooke is good is a good player too. Yeah, and, and she could have won one of those. You know, uh, comp breakable, uh, crackable the ones the ones that they use over and over again. Things that Big Brother Canada asked Brooke would have been able to do one of those, I believe, especially the quiz ones at the end. And, you know. That would have been his one uh, his one uh, pothole that he needed to avoid. Yeah, I do, I do like, Melissa, though, your prediction of Maddie being in the final two. I think that's one of the more likely options, um, especially if we do predict that Sheldon is there as well. That means that he probably did manage to keep both sides at each other. And I think that Maddie is probably the sole survivor of the evictors in that scenario and very likely to end up as somebody that gets taken to the final two. Um, and Maybe Min. I could see Min going to the end. Man. <laughs> I like, I, I kept, the problem is that I kept thinking that over and over. Yeah. But then two weeks in a row. Yeah, she's, she's so messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I want to, too. I want, I want my mind to go there. But, like, it would, she would, it would really be an uphill battle. Really be an uphill Plus, battle. Plus, I think after two weeks in a row having supposed to have gone home, like, while that, like, technically should be, like, bad for her reputation like the story and they talked about this in the house the story is so good that she was supposed to be gone but she just keeps surviving she's the cockroach uh and so i'd be a little worried about that if i were if i had a choice of who to take um but uh but i i I mean i will say if min did survive this week it didn't look like she was in a ton of danger she mostly had to worry about uh sue and angie um that you know chris and vanessa they had bigger fish to fry and so she only had a couple of people left coming after her i think i think her main problem is that again anytime that sheldon or brooke won the hoh she is the perfect person to continue to play the middle and just take her out of the game uh remove that wild card aspect um but uh because they don't want to pick a side that's the problem they're not going to pick a side because they're covered on all sides so who do they put up in that instance they put up minley yeah 
Uh, it would have been interesting to see where that would have gone, though. Um, and yeah, we talked, we touched on Hira. I, I loved Hira, but I think a little bit too slow of a start. But if he did manage to stay in for a while, if he did keep winning vetoes or something along those lines, I could see him being a uh, a, a threat in the long term for Sheldon and Brooke. But they were aware of it, so uh, who knows where that would have gone? JL, I, I loved what he was doing. Unfortunately, he was also a bit of a, a big threat, a big target in that house at the time. Um, the fact that he was still uh, he did a good job of of detaching himself from Maddie and Ree initially, but he kind of drifted back toward them uh, over the course of the week once Kyle was gone and everything. Now, he still was trying to work with Brooke and Sheldon, which I do think was is potentially a saving grace for him in the game. But. Ultimately, when it comes down to it and you look at the evictors, you look at there's still three people who are very, very tight and he is the biggest target out of all of them. It's really hard to see how he doesn't go home at some point because the three need to get broken up. And if they break up the three, JL is the one that's going to take the hit. So uh, I feel like that would have that would have dragged him down at some point. Um, Chris, I really felt was just not long for the game uh, that that one of those evictors or hero was going to win at some point and get him out of the house. Um, no idea what Vanessa does. Uh, she probably <laughs> doesn't know if she loses Chris, she probably has no choice, but to just go all in with Brooke, Sheldon and Sue. Um, she probably makes a final two deal with Sue. Um, something like that. Uh, but I just, I just don't, I just don't see her path at all. Um, I don't think she'll be overlooked. I think that they will continue to be worried about her. And they knew that she had a connection with Angie, which was threatening to them as well. The evictors. So, uh, I'm not sure I see that Sue. Um, Sue, I think was in some danger heading into next week. If somebody like Min won, she was also, you know, potentially going to be used as a pawn, but, uh, you know, she, she, she just didn't have a lot of respect in the house. Um, and so it's hard to see, like, I could honestly see Sue maybe lasting a little while, but eventually being taken out because everybody saw her as either expendable or threatening because of her social connections. But also at the same time, I'm not sure I see her winning in the final two um, unless she does something really different. Uh, There was a lot of stuff I liked about Sue's game at the start, but this week I was definitely turned off a bit. So um, I think that's, you know, Rianne, I think also could have done okay. I think Maddie would have been the the more likely to go for far, but Rianne may be more likely to have a bit more respect in the end. Um, But uh, yeah. Any other thoughts? I'm good. All right. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, it's too much to think about. It really because, is. You know, it's so yeah, hard because there's just so many yeah. different possibilities, I and we my, don't have enough information. I, I let my mind go there, and I'm like, oh hell. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good to see. <laughs> I know right. it sucks. It makes me sad. Can you imagine Brooke cutting Sheldon? Like, I know it's like all these scenarios <laughs> that could happen, and it's sad. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to the final stock watch uh, of the season. <laughs> the third one. Right. Um, that's uh, that's the wrong one. This is the right one. Uh, so here we go. Uh, this is this is what we've got for this week. Like I said, we are going to rate the players based on this week, 
where their position is this week, whether how they play this week. Um, that will be the final entry in the stock watch. It will update the prices one last time. So your trading, you know, uh, decisions that you made this week will still have an impact. We'll then show the leaderboard and that will, that will be it for the season. Uh, so it's not a full season, but, uh, at least, at least we're crowning a winner somewhere. Um, so we'll have fun with that. Uh, and then for the, like wrap up round table that we do maybe after we talk to some people or whatever, where we talk about like everything that we saw in the season, I'm sure it won't be nearly as long as most of our wrap up round tables, but, uh, but in that one, we will rate all of the players based on how we view them as players wholly versus just this particular week. So we are at this week right now, week three. Yeah, great. No, Noah Salmons is like, this is bullshit because I was playing the long game with the stock watch. <laughs> now everyone's the break, short kid. Game. So was Sheldon, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, right? No, I mean, like my ratings this week, I do feel like are going to be a little bit different because um, all the previous weeks, I was trying to think like, here's how what they think they're doing. However, this could bite that, like, come back to bite them because this and that, and we don't know where they're going to end up. Now it's like, well, we know where they end up. So my rating is a little different just because like there, it isn't going to come back to bite them. Like, cause you know, normally my thoughts are like, okay, them making these moves this week might hurt them in the long run. So that's why I'm not going to give them as high of a rating. Cause we mm-hmm. don't know where it'll go. But now it's like all these potentially bad moves or potentially like risky moves. They didn't bite them because well, we, it's they like it could have if the season they, had continued. Yeah, but I mean, I I don't know. My too many steps. Too many steps. I, I'm a, I'm a one to one to two kind of gal. All right. Well, so, I, I am I trying know. to I'm trying to pretend that this is fully just like uh, just like any normal week three as much as possible, um, and that I'm trying to do my best to project from this point forward. Um, so. We'll we'll do we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Uh, all right. Let's start with Sheldon. We've already talked a lot about each individual, uh, but in particular, talking about Sheldon, um, I, I was, you know, last week we gave him a five, uh, which was down from the six that we had given him uh, the week before. Um, and that was because he won HOH. He was making decisions that we weren't entirely uh, in agreement with. Um, I did say at the time that I could see both sides of the argument with his decision. Um, but the thing that really struck me and, and put the fear into me in terms of Sheldon as a player was his seeming inability to uh, to deal with highly emotional players, um, in particular Jamar. And the fact that he was losing Jamar as an ally was a big turnoff at the time and indicated to me that there might be a long term issue with Sheldon's game. Now, uh, we didn't we never got to see him deal with Jamar in the long term, but Having dealt with the adversity of losing Jamar and Kyle um, and seeing him really come out on top, I am a lot more confident in Sheldon's ability, not only uh, strategically, but socially. A lot of people talk about Sheldon and Brooke always hanging out together, never socializing, whatever. Um, but Sheldon and Brooke are actually the most social people in the house, uh, except for perhaps like Hira, maybe Sue. Um, but they're certainly like they talk to everyone. That's why they're in an alliance with everyone. Other people people don't talk with everyone and they only talk with the 
like their group, like other people have bigger groups of people that they talk to more often, but they don't socialize with the whole house. And that's the difference. And that's the kind of value uh, socializing the, the value. Like that's the value in socializing is that you can get these kinds of alliances. Right. So uh, I actually am not nearly as down in his social game as I think a lot of people are. Uh, and emotionally, he he did show an aptitude um, for connecting with people on a more emotional level this week that I didn't really see before. I felt like maybe he was a little closed off last week because of the situation and everything that was happening with Jamar. I don't know, but uh, we definitely, or at least I definitely saw a different side of him this week that I was kind of impressed with. So um, all that said, Brent, what do you think? <laughs> I thought you were going to give a score. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can. That's fine. I'm curious. What is your score? For okay. So I decided to give him an eight out of 10. Um, and that is because, uh, like looking at his position, looking at like what he managed to do and, and in, in particular for me, it's the adversity effect that I always look for when a player is challenged, how do they respond to that challenge? Um, and the fact that he came out even better than he was before, uh, I was very impressed with that. The fact that he won two back-to-back HOHs and has basically no heat for it, um, I was very impressed with. And so that is the kind of, like, those are the major indicators for me that uh, are, are more indications of future performance. So, like, uh, and we'll talk about this when I talk about Sue as well, where... Sue, who was in a good spot, never really challenged. I was like, she's doing so well. But then the second she was challenged, she she did not live up to the challenge. She did not do well in the face of that challenge. And so for me, that is a poor indication uh, or a good indication of poor performance in the future for somebody like Sue. Um, I would l- I w- honestly I, I could have come close to giving Sheldon a nine for the killer position that he is in. However, because I've seen some things I wasn't sure about and didn't love in the past. Uh, I do feel like I can't give him a nine yet. If the season had continued and he had stayed in this good spot and he had managed the situation where the two sides go after each other and he still remains in the middle and doesn't get caught, then I do think he would have gone up to a, a, a nine. I, I think that's again, like that's kind of where Tyler was at. And I do feel like he was approaching that level of aligned with everyone that Tyler was. Um, but Unfortunately for him, the season's over, and so he'll never get a chance to prove that he is up there. And so I'm stuck at an eight for him now. Uh, and so that's that's uh, that's where I am at. Brent, what were yes. your thoughts? Uh, I'm glad to hear you say that because I really felt like this was this was the week that I quote unquote got Sheldon. Like I really understood him. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could see the, the through line for him to what he's trying to do in the game where the pieces are lined up, you take out, uh, you know, even though uh, it was unfortunate, two pieces and Jamar and Kyle, uh, it, it is just fantastic to me to see the path that was in front of him and what he was doing. Um, I really kept like pinching myself going, are you sure that like, like, are, is there something that you're missing? Like, you know, you haven't really warmed up the Sheldon uh, before, so why all of a sudden do you feel so great about him now? And I think the reason I feel great about him, or did feel great about him, was because of the fact that he won HOH again, and so many other players would be so tempted to be like, you know what, I need to do some baller move. You know, I need to, I need to make something with my HOH. I need to do something. And Shelton recognized that it was time to to step off the gas. Mm-hmm. And even though it sucked to use his HOH for Carol, that. 
you know, he was ostensibly doing it for the good of the house, but he was also doing it for the good of his game. I mean, Carol was Carol and Min were the perfect Patsy nominees for Sheldon as HOH. He realized he had no business in winning the HOH, but he also got a little lucky in that uh, Hera goes out and wins the veto the same week. So he has two comp wins. People are looking mm-hmm. at him as a potential comp piece. Chris has two uh, comp wins. So people are looking at Chris as well. So it's not just about Sheldon. And even that, he also gets a little lucky in that some people, for whatever reason, do not care for Brooke and they think of her as the more alpha in the relationship. I mean, he, I mean, talk about set up. Honey, it was looking really good. So I, I was between a seven and an eight, and I also pulled the trigger and gave him an eight. Yes. Uh, some people were asking um, that uh, about Tyler. Tyler was getting uh, nines and eights right from the get go. In fact, week one, yeah. he got a nine a total. I gave him a nine t- uh, twice in a row, week one and two. Um, Tyler, I believe, remains our highest rated player ever um, over the course of the season. Uh, so um, that's going to be hard to top. That it, was, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like the difference for me with Tyler was that he was playing against a bunch of really bad players or players who I didn't have any faith in. So it was like he he was like heads and tails above everybody else. He was way higher than everybody. Whereas and I just didn't see a situation where like anyone comes after him or anybody like ends up being able to get him. Um, Whereas with Sheldon, uh, I do feel like there are other really strong players in the house who could recognize that Sheldon's doing this and who do have the opportunity or could have the opportunity to take him down. And so that's why, like, for me, Tyler was rated higher just because it was like there was no chance for like, I mean, no, no one else had a shot against him because everyone was so snowed by him. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think that's the case with Sheldon just because the house. I think that, like, if we're rating them as players outside of this individual like week, this individual game, and we're just rating their game ability generally, I do feel like they're more even. But for me, Sheldon, um, I while I do think he's a great player, and while I, I was very impressed with his ability to kind of pick himself up after losing two allies this week, um, and also win a second HOH, which I didn't think was a good idea, but still be able to like parlay that into something else where he was like, making more relationships with people and not like rocking the boat and all that sort of stuff. Um, I, I do feel good about Sheldon's game. Um, so I am going to give him a seven um, when I had given him a five last week, but I, I don't think that that should be indicative of like, Oh, Tyler's a much better player than Sheldon because at this point, Tyler was ranked higher. It's just, it's different because I'm also looking at the rest of the house. Yes, for sure. And and that's why at the at the very at the, the wrap up round table, that's when we'll give them a rating that's a little bit more independent of the season mm-hmm. and the situation that they were in. Um, so maybe for you, that will be a different rating. Um, right. But uh, but yeah, uh, I'm also getting questions uh, just just because we're talking about historical data here for the, the, the stock watch. Uh, we started giving new numerical ratings on Big Brother 20, I believe. That was the first time we did it. Um, so previous to that, obviously, we had no, uh, we have no data. And then people were asking, they were surprised that Anthony and Dane didn't get uh, higher ratings than Tyler. Um, I think that uh, f- just the explanation for that is that one, 
we were wrong and uh, we didn't have faith in the pretty boys at the start of the game. So it <laughs> yeah. took a little bit for us to warm up to them. And then also, I think they kind of held each other back in the ratings a little bit where Tyler was like a very clear front runner uh, with Casey as kind of like a distant second throughout the entire game with Anthony and Dane. We weren't really sure which one was going to come out on top. Uh, and also there was Adam was a pretty not too far distant third as a dark horse. Uh, so I think that, uh, I think that that held them, held them off from those like really high ratings. Um, because you know, there was like, there's too, too many, too many contenders, uh, mm-hmm. to really, to really go up there. But, um, you know, it's how things go. Anyway, uh, the audience has given Sheldon a seven out of 10. They agree with Melissa. Um, all right, let's move on to Brooke. Let's talk about Brooke. Um, Brooke, who, uh, in a similar ish spot as Sheldon, um, but we've talked about how we don't have as quite as much faith in her. Uh, Melissa, what, what are your thoughts on Brooke? Yeah, I feel like Brooke is a strong player. Um, but I do feel like, I do feel like, people view her as a bigger threat than Sheldon, which maybe they shouldn't, but I do feel like she's kind of got herself out there more than he does. Um, and, and, you know, I have heard some rumblings of people, you know, not liking Brooke as much, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I think that sometimes the emotional aspect, like I just feel like sometimes Brooke has a little too much emotion and sometimes Sheldon has a little too little. And I do feel like, in the grand scheme of things, the more emotional person might run into more problems than the less emotional person. Um, and I put myself in the way more emotional category. So, you know, I'm not to downplay or not to, you know, talk down on high emotions, but I do feel like that could be a struggle for her in, as the game keeps progressing. Um, so, you know, I do really like Brooke a lot and I think that she is a very strong player and I'm very impressed with her. Um, but in terms of comparing her to Sheldon, I think, I think I have to go with a six. A six. Um, I, I will say for me that, uh, for Brooke, I was, uh, I mean, honestly, one of the reasons I was looking at, uh, Sheldon as an eight was because I felt like Brooke for me is a little bit above a six. I feel like Brooke fits the seven spot for me pretty well. Um, and so a seven and an eight for Brooke and Sheldon, I felt was appropriate. Um, she is in a good spot with him and she's in the same spot or a similar one, at least. Um, I do think that weirdly she seems to be the target over Sheldon. Now that doesn't always mean that that's always going to be the case that when Sheldon and Brooke are on the block together, if that happens, there's always a chance that somebody might wake up and realize, wait a minute, what are we doing? Uh, So it's not always a guarantee that she goes in that spot. And if Sheldon leaves, I think Brooke becomes a heavy favorite to win the game. Uh, If she does manage to stay over Sheldon, because then the target completely drops from her and she is uh, free to probably continue what what it was that she was doing so well. Um, Again, I feel like her biggest like the two, uh, the two biggest things in the way of Brooke winning the game. One is Sheldon, uh, although he is also a, a huge asset in the game. But the other is Vanessa, who continues to uh, just make up lies about Brooke, trying to get her targeted and seemingly was on track to make the jury. And 
I really like Vanessa. I really feel like would have just made random stuff up about Brooke in the jury house and poisoned them against her. And I, I just, I genuinely don't know if Brooke can win a jury vote with Vanessa on the jury. I, I don't know how, I don't know how possible it is, but uh, that's so, that's such a far away prediction from this point in the game that uh, she's still a seven for me. Um, and I feel like that's, uh, I feel good about that. Brent, what do you, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to give her a seven as well. I think she is just under Sheldon positioning wise. I think she is just under Sheldon game wise. I think her uh, over, I I would rather be Sheldon in terms of emotion, having a little bit less rather than a little bit too much. uh, Because I think that that can lead to mistakes on her part. Whereas I, I feel like if Sheldon doesn't do enough of something, I feel like that he's going to have an opportunity to correct that. Uh, and do a little bit more of it. But once you do something, sometimes in the Big Brother house, it's hard to take it back. So uh, for those people who are wondering in the chat, they're like, what's wrong with Brent? What are you? What? I, something flew up my nose. So I was <laughs> like, I kept going out of camera because like a, this bug flew up my nose. So I didn't want to be picking my nose on camera. But uh, yes, I, I, I am not like, why, why is Brent so quiet? I'm like, you're welcome. I, I got, you're welcome, audio. Yeah, I know, right? Thank listeners. you. Yes, thank you. You're all you're welcome. But uh, yeah, I'm going to give her a seven. She's in a great position. Uh, really, one of the best positions in the house. And as Taryn said, if Sheldon goes in a, you know, I don't even know how he goes, but if he goes, I love her chances to win the game. Mm-hmm. But Vanessa does have a really weird like hard on for her, and I don't know why. It's like, like I'd love to ask her about it. Like if, if if Vanessa comes outside the house and says, "Oh no, I love Brooke." Oh yeah. Bullshit. That's a hundred percent what she's gonna do. I'm gonna ask her about Brooke. Like, uh, like, how did you feel about Brooke? Oh, she was my buddy. I loved Brooke. <laughs> well, why did you make things up uh, about her? I didn't make things up about her. What are you talking about? Yeah, what, 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 that, we need I mean, to get what? to the bottom of Vanessa. We need to have like a long format. I, I, I'm going to need like clips ready to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and literally walk her through like each like situation. Like, so why? Okay, so why did you say this though? Like, but what was the reasoning behind like talking this way about this person that you would? And then she's gonna be like, "Sorry, my work. connection. I, I, something's wrong. Like, I'm sorry. I don't think that's from me. Like, I don't think that was me. It's like, no, yeah. we have it right here. Right, we're showing you the receipts. I she's think you've been minned. I think you've been minned. Okay. I think this is the problem. Listen, that's the thing. When the minute she brings up the min, paddle, <laughs> paddle, paddle. Honestly, though, like it sucks because. Every time I watch Vanessa and men too, honestly, like every time I watch those, those two, I'm like t- totally taken by them. They're I'm like, fun, aren't they? Yeah, I'm like, I want to be friends with them. Like they yeah. seem like it, I'm just I put myself in the situation of someone in the house. If either of those girls were talking to me, I would be like totally taken by them. I'd be like, absolutely. Whatever you say, I want to work with you. Let like you're I connect with you really well. Like, let's work together. Even and I see why. Min went right back to Vanessa being like, look, I still want to work with you even after all that happened. At first I was like, I don't get it. But then as that conversation kept going, I was like, okay, I get it. They both have this appeal. They both have this charm and I don't know what it is, but they seem when they're talking to you, they seem genuine and they seem like they're just totally on board and uh, I would be taken by them. Well, that's, that's, that's the thing too, right? Where like if Vanessa does deny these things, she might not even be intentionally lying. I don't even know if she knows. Like sometimes I don't know if she knows. <laughs> right. That's that's the thing. All right. So the the audience. <laughs> Taryn's basically causing calling her a crazy person. <laughs> my uh, words, my words, not his. <laughs> the audience decided to give Brooke a six out of ten. Uh, so there we go with Brooke. Let's move on to 
Carol. Um, let's talk about Carol. Uh, it's a one for me. One for me. One. Thank you. Moving I said on. my piece at the beginning. Yeah, I said my piece. We're, we're yeah. done. Yeah. The audience gave Carol a one. Yay. Uh, Good job, guys. I don't do. know this for sure. Hopefully, Christina can help us with this one. I, I'm reasonably positive that this is the lowest rating the audience has ever given out. Uh, it's about a 1.15. Um, and uh, that 95% of people that rated Carol gave her a 1 out of 10. Um, so that's, uh, yeah. that is... Well, that's what you get when you quit. Yeah. <laughs> and you waste our time. Um, all right, let's talk about men. Um, men who should have been evicted twice, uh, but who knows where things would have gone for her this week. Brent, what are your thoughts? Uh, I was actually waiting to see what did I give her last week? I, I think I predicted that the eviction was going to be canceled, right? Last week you gave her a two. I was the highest on oh. men. I gave her a three. Yeah, I was gonna, I'm, so I'm going to double that this week. I'm going to give her a four. Um, I think that her position improved drastically this week. Obviously, she's going to avoid eviction <laughs> twice in a row. It's as uh, drastic as it can be. I know, right? I'm giving her four. It's drastic. It's doubled. Um, but uh, but you still, at the end of the day, it's Min. And I and Min, I love you. But God, you're you're like me. You're a total wrecking ball sometimes. Like you don't even know when to shut up. Just shut up. Uh, so uh, I, I I I have no faith in you because at any given moment things could be totally fine. And you would just be like, I'm bored. Let's go screw something up. You know, let's, let's go. Let's go push somebody's buttons. I can see her doing that. Like, because she's just fucking bored. Stop doing that, man. <laughs> At least now she won't have the chance to. But uh, yeah, it's a four. Yeah, four for me as well. Um, I I love Min. I absolutely love her. She's like one of my favorite characters I've ever been on Big Brother. Yes. But she's so erratic. You don't know what's coming next. And I... I don't know. I I don't even know if she thinks she's erratic. Like I just feel like she thinks she's like making the right moves, but she would have got been gone last week. She might have been gone this week and both times didn't happen. So I mean I'm very glad that it didn't happen, but at the yeah. same time it doesn't really instill a lot of faith in me um, in terms of gameplay. Melissa, but. I really want Sandra Diaz Twine to go to Min and say, Loose lips sink ships. <laughs> Seriously, I know. I don't know. Uh, Sandra's the best advocate for that right now. Um, so, uh, so yeah, last week I gave Min a three, um, but that was in part because I was already pricing in the uh, the fact that she might stay with a canceled right. eviction. So, yeah. uh, so my change probably not quite as dramatic uh, because I was already like halfway there. So I, I agree with you. I'm moving up from a three to a four as well um, with Min Lee um, and the audience. Agreed. They also gave her a four this four, week. Four, four, four. There you go. Uh, let's talk about Rianne. <laughs> just looked at the audience, right? Oh, really? Um, oh. We'll, we'll start with that one because it was really funny. It just jumped out to me. Uh, Rianne, 5.0 <laughs> on the dot. Um, Honestly, that's, that's, how, I, that's, that's how I feel. Yeah, that's what the audience wanted. I really, I like her a lot, but I, I don't know... I don't really know how I feel because I, I like as a person, I like her, whatever, all of that. I think she can do well, but I do feel like she hasn't really done anything yet. And also I do feel like people are still looking at her as a target just because, you know, she is athletic. She is, you know, she comes across as intelligent and, you know, I could see a situation where if they have to pick between, 
Maddie and Rianne, they're going to be like, well, Rianne's a bigger threat. Get rid of her. Um, and so if she's being sitting there being compared with Maddie all the time, I could absolutely see her going first. Um, but I, I do think that she's, she's smart. And I do like the way, you know, she talks about the upcoming weeks in the game and everything like that. And so I, I like her, but I feel very neutral on her. So yeah, five makes sense to me. Um, you know how in Survivor they talk about your threat level? You have to manage your threat level. Uh, I, there was a time when Rianne's threat level was significantly more in my eyes than mm-hmm. what it is now at, yeah, at the, this point in the game. Uh, so in that respect, her game has improved. But uh, I agree with your assessment, Melissa, that she hasn't really done anything. And I feel like she's also, in some ways, easily snowed by some people who are better players than her, like Sheldon and Brooke, and maybe not as easily snowed by other people who she is able to see through. So on balance, she's a pretty average player. She's like, as Ian Terry would say, replacement level player in Big Brother. So I'm going to give her... Okay, it's, just, it's so close. I, I, like I gave her... A, I, think I, God, I think I gave her a six last week because I was you assigning... Did. I was assigning uh, attributes to her that I have not yet seen in another week's time, but this week has been so standstill that it's really hard to assess that. So I'm just, I'm going to go I'm going to go down to a five, but but not any further. This this could be a first because she was on the block last week, right? Yes, for the first time. So yeah, you gave her a six or, last week on the block. Yeah, right? but I knew she wasn't going home. It was either right. Min was going home or the eviction was canceled. I, I'm not. I'm because I, I yeah. agree with you. I yeah. like. I'm not saying it was a wrong thing. It's just crazy that in the season, yeah, that somebody on the block had a block. higher rating, and then the next week they're not on the block. And yeah. it's like, yeah, it makes sense. Lower rating. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody else was just playing better, and I could see the paths for other people, mm-hmm. but. I could not see the path as well for Re. Also, like, and this, this is maybe my bias. She's really bland. She's really boring. Like, uh, uh, not in a fun way. Not like, not, not like in a Sheldon way where we can make fun of him and have a good time with it. It's just like, I don't even know what Rob would do with Rianne if he, <laughs> he had to talk about her on a podcast. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Melissa did say uh, a five, I believe. Um, we're being asked uh, in the chat. And then Christina is in the chat. I don't know if she answered the other questions because I didn't see them, but uh, she's trying to figure out if this is the first time that somebody uh, went down from being on the block and then not. Um, but uh, but yes, I uh, I agree with you guys. Uh, it's it's a, it's a five for me. I, I did think about uh, going for a six on Rianne um, just because I don't think she I think she's got like at least two weeks of buffer time from where yeah. she is right now. Um, but uh, but just like I don't know where I see her path to win. I still don't have a lot of faith in her as a player. And when I look at all of the people surrounding her, Hira, JL, Maddie, I think all three of those people are more likely to win the game. Um, Maddie because she's less likely to be targeted than Rianne uh, and JL and Hira because they're more respected and have some more uh, instincts strategically than she does and so she's kind of my my least favorite of uh, of the four in that regard um, but uh, yeah Christina says I can tell you that Rianne had the fifth highest ever average rating for somebody on the block um, so there you go uh, alright let's move on to Maddie let's talk about Maddie. Um, I'll, I'll go first with Maddie. Um, she, like I said, I, I could easily see her in the end game. Nobody's coming for her. Uh, you know, I think her biggest problem is, can she win a vote? 
I think that Melissa outlined her best case scenario, which is that she's in there with somebody that they're pissed at, um, which is, I think, a possibility with the kinds of jurors that we, we might be looking at here. Uh, she does have great social, uh, not not great social, not as great as somebody like Kira or JL or she has the least amount of social connections of the evictors, uh, plus Hira. But I can see her getting far, and that that goes a long way. Um, I'm not quite ready to go up into like real, like positive territory for Maddie either. Um, so for me, Maddie is also a five. Uh, yeah. Melissa, you, know, you, you yeah. both agree. Yeah, we yeah. both agree. Yeah, for, for those reasons. I mean, like, I, I can't give her a higher score than a five, in my view, because the, she's not one of the major players in the game. And even though I do agree with your assessment that uh, if they're both placed on the block, that Rian is the person who would go home over Maddie. But there's also the possibility that Rian can win the veto. And then, oh, I, yeah. I, you know, get, they're so close together that mm-hmm. I think that Maddie is definitely in danger if that happens. Uh, and she doesn't, at this point in the game, Maddie and Rianne and JL didn't seem to be as uh, highly thinking as as Sheldon and Brooke, like as far as the game goes. Like they just weren't up to speed. Like if Sheldon and Brooke are on a 10 and, and Maddie and friends are at like a six or a five, like they're getting there, but they're not really right. there at all. I yeah. so Maddie has uh she did a an Instagram live. She just got home today that they they all just left today. Um and in her Instagram live, she talked about how when they were told that you know it's time to go home, everybody talked about all of the alliances and I think we mentioned this before. Um and when she said that she was like they were all talking like they all had like 10 different alliances. Yeah. Like what? I was so confused. And like, I was just like, I'm just, am I the only one who was in a, a loyal, like alliance to each other? Uh, and, and she was talking to Michael who was like, yeah, they had this big chart of like all these different alliances. And then it was like all four victors just sitting in a corner by themselves. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I just feel like we're the most loyal alliance ever. And so that was made, that made us strong. Um, and I was like, you still don't get this game. <laughs> It's like, yeah, no, yeah. you, it's not about loyalty. It's about like all the various connections. Like those connections are good. Those aren't yeah. like, yeah, it's not good to be off on your own island. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just stop talking because we love you right now. We I know, love it's like, uh, yeah. yeah, we love Maddie. Yeah. We love Maddie. That's the thing is like, I <laughs> would have loved to have seen Maddie. Like, you know how sometimes there's just like the light bulb moment where it's mm. like you hear something or you you see something or or someone like takes someone off the block and you're like wait what and then all of a sudden it clicks and you're like oh my god all these alliances all these things are happening around me and it's like you know you see like the numbers and everything like flying around your head because you're just like oh my god like it's all starting to add up and i could absolutely see a moment like that for maddie where all of a sudden things switch and she just like turns it on and gets the game um it hasn't happened yet but you know i could have seen that happening so i i don't think that she's a bad player or anything like that. I just do think that like, we haven't seen her full potential yet. Yeah. Doom has it right in the chat. Uh, even though I love, I like, this is what Doom says. He says, I hate that Maddie is popular because she is the worst type of big brother player. And like hit the, the worst type of big player that he's describing is basically my best type of big brother player. Like the Erica's the Rachel. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. She, yeah. she would have made a great underdog. Yeah. She would have made oh, a yeah. great robbed goddess. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But can't because you imagine that, a scenario? A oh my God. I absolutely imagine this scenario. Another vision guys. Basically <laughs> all the evictors get taken out. 
And she's like, what the heck is going on here? Like, I thought we were, I was in good. And yeah. then all of a sudden it switches and she's like, she turns into like Rambo revenge mode <laughs> and is like, I get it. Everyone was against me this whole time. Like, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this. And she's the, the underdog and we're all rooting for her. And she gets down to the final two. And yeah, I see it, guys. I see it. Is, would, would that be your path if you played? I oh, would me? hope oh. not, but I would I would see that happening for me. Like, I feel like if I didn't know the game this well, it probably mm. would be my path just because like I would assume that like everyone's being genuine with me. Now, if I were to go in knowing the game, I prep that probably wouldn't be me. Like I might be I would definitely probably end up being an underdog. I would think just because like that would likely be my thing. But I don't know if I'd be so trusting in the beginning. I probably would be less trusting in the beginning. So. Yeah, you'd, you'd be like a Maddie, but knowledgeable. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. That's a good yeah. spot to be. Yeah, I think so. And no, like, no, no, like uh, no showman's, right? Yeah, no, no showman's. No way. <laughs> yeah, not happening. That's, that's a big one. That's that's yeah. important. Yeah, you can't have that. Can't have that. <laughs> All right. Uh, the audience agreed with us. They gave Maddie a five as well. Um, I saw somebody in the chat say that uh, <laughs> that uh, Rianne's final stock price is going to be five dollars. Exactly. Which is perfect. Um, all right. Let's move on to John Luke. John Luke. Uh, John, who was the best buy last week? That the people that bought John Luke stock were the people who made the most amount of money. Um, I do like John Luke. I do like him. Um, there are some issues. There are some issues there, long term issues and short term issues. Yeah. But I still like him. I mean, like somebody like Vanessa, who's crazy pants, was like totally going after him. And also mm -hmm. the fact that uh, of the three of them, I think he is the guy that even though Sheldon and Brooke might want to protect him, they don't have a lot vested in him. Like yeah. if people are coming for Jean, I keep saying Jean-Luc. Jean-Luc. There's two, two Jean-Lucs in my life. There's Jean-Luc Picard and there's Jean-Luc Baker in figure skating. And like both of those people, I, I, I just like I've, I've said those names forever. And so it's very hard for me to say Jean-Luc. Uh, John Luke or JL, because uh, I, I always said John Luke. Um, J, John, JL, uh, he, I felt like of the three of them, he was the most vulnerable. And as I said, people didn't have a lot of, they didn't have a lot of capital invested in him. Okay. So I still felt not great about him. And, and I'm just looking at him. He is a, a jacked dude. You're never going to let a guy like that get to the end of the game. Um, what did I give him last week? Was it a four? I think it was a four. So I give him, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a four again. Um. Yeah. Last week you did give him a four. You were the lowest on John Luke. Yeah, um, and I, I continue to be probably this. You week. probably will continue to be. Uh, I. I did. I gave him a six. Um. I feel overall the best about him. Even though I think that Maddie is likely to go further than John Luke. I think that John Luke just has a much better chance of winning if he gets to the end and is probably going to have an easier time winning some of the competitions. Uh. Where. Um. Like he's both physically capable and mentally capable. He was really good at the studying for the Expedia board that never came into play. Uh, <laughs> that's useless knowledge forever that they have. Oh now. my God. I'm <laughs> so mad. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I think he could have been a contender in these competitions. I think he had a shot to get close enough to where that would start to matter. Um, I, I, like I said, he does have some, some short-term problems. Vanessa wants to go after him. He does have some long-term problems. He trusts, uh, Sheldon and Brooke 
too much. Um, but I think that uh, he was uniquely positioned to uh, to have a shot in ways that some of the others weren't. And I do feel like he was a little bit savvier strategically than um, than Maddie or Rianne. So that's how I saw John Luke. Melissa, what about you? Yeah, same. I mean, I felt like he was doing a really good job socially and kind of making connections with people outside of his evictors group um even though he you know was seen as a possible like physical threat target um i do feel like he was making inroads with people and people would be less likely to target him um than they originally would have so i was pretty impressed with his ability this week and also just like his strategic knowledge um so you know i gave him a six as well all right. The audience agrees with us on this one. They Uh-oh. also gave him a six. Which wow. Means that Brent Man, has I've been, been tracking outvoted. with the audience the whole time. Oh, you the really voice have. Of the people, voice of the people. M- Melissa, I believe, I believe Christina tweeted this stat out recently that you have been the closest to the audience or maybe it was further out than recently. But, uh, yep. I, I do believe Melissa is usually the closest to the audience consensus. Voice of the people. <laughs> They don't call me Melissa Voice of the People, Denny, for nothing. Did <laughs> anybody call you that? It's a little bit of a long nickname, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about Angie. Um, I have been consistently the highest on Angie. I've given her fours the last two weeks, and it's not changing. Uh, I'm going to give her another four here. Uh, I, mean, I mean, she's still not doing great. But she's still not going anywhere anytime soon um, and would have had a long time to do something with her game at some point. She I do think she is a more capable and uh, she's more capable player than somebody like I mean, think about somebody like Kira from last season who uh, like they were in a similar spot where you knew they were going to go really far. Um, but we were very like down on their capabilities as a player. Uh, I think that Angie has like, is like smarter strategically than Kira was. Uh, Angie's problem is that socially she just doesn't fit in. And like, neither did Kira all that much, but at least Kira had some ins. And so that's where Angie's running into problems. But the thing is, once this, once the game starts narrowing down and you have fewer and fewer options of people to talk to and socialize with, you start to make bonds with these kinds of Angie players that you might not have had before. And if that's the case and she has some kind of strategic mind on her, then mm, I could see something happening here. Uh, but again, this is this is something it's because it's so far out. I just feel like uh, I'm not I'm not quite as low as a three, but it's not also a positive rating or even a neutral one at this point because the chances are still pretty low. So. Um, you know, Angie and JL, no, I don't think they're the same level. And that's why I put JL as a six <laughs> and Angie as a four. So, uh, Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, um, I'm giving Angie a three because I haven't really seen an improvement in her game or her position in the game. And I kind of just I don't really have the faith that she'll be able to pull it off um, as the game progresses. So I I just. I don't, I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see a win for her. Um, and that's why I'm going to give her a three. Yeah. It's a three for me. Uh, like, look, she's just not playing the same game that other people are playing. And even if she gets to the end, she hasn't been, because she hasn't been playing the same game that other people are playing. I don't think there's any chance that she could really win the game if she got to the end. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a yeah. three. 
So it's going to be the same exact ratings as last week, actually. 4-3-3, and the audience is a 4 with me. Um, See, I knew I had to say uh, the voice of the people before Andy. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I see this one going in other direction, so I had to, I had to say it real quick. Uh, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> all right, let's move on to Hira. Uh, man, I love Hira. I do. Um, but he was in a little bit of trouble in the near future. And so, uh, I think that, uh, that could be, that could have been an issue for him. Melissa, what are your thoughts? Oh, this one's tough because I feel like I have more confidence in his strategic ability, but the, the fact that he won the veto and people are really seeing him, you know, as a physical threat when maybe they wouldn't have seen him that way before, uh, that is a makes me a little nervous. I don't know. It's hard because I have a rating I I want to give him, but I feel like I'm I'm worried about his positioning because I do see him as a person that they might just be like, we got to get rid of him. He's the one person who he keeps winning these vetoes. Like he's very physical and he's intelligent. We got to get rid of him. But because he's intelligent, like it's like a double edged sword. It's like because he's intelligent and because he's so physical, I could see him not going home and doing better. So um, I'm a little torn on this, but I do think I want to give him a six. Yeah, I, I've been torn on Hira as well. Like, I want to give Hira like a seven because mm-hmm. like as a player, I feel like he is approaching a seven. He's good at competitions. He's good strategically. He has like he's got the best head on his shoulders in terms of like recognizing the long term threat of Sheldon and Brooke and even recognizing that now is probably not the time to talk about it, although that may just be me putting things into his head because he hasn't really expressed it. Uh, <laughs> but but he's kind of hinted toward it. Um, and so uh, like I want to give him a seven, um, but his position in the house is really dragging him down uh, because not only is he the main target of Chris who is likely to win a a competition in the near future um, but also Sheldon and Brooke see they see him it's like Akbar on uh, on a Ninja Warrior that uh, he sees them. I see, I see you. Uh, and I see you. Yeah, yes, that's, that's insane. <laughs> I, I see you. Um, and it's uh, it's it's unfortunate for Hira because uh, if he wasn't being seen by them, I feel like this could be a good spot for him, and he could be right. their biggest threat in the long term. But uh, I think they're they're because they're they're seeing him and they're able to 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 see the long term threat that he poses. It puts him in even more danger. And like I said, I think that they really could do a lot of damage to him if he goes on the block. Even if Vanessa wins the HOH and uh, and you know puts up like JL and Hira or whatever it was that she wanted to do, which was lots of different things. Um, but like I could see them trying to like subtly shift it over to Hira using Chris as a battering ram as the bull. Uh, to make it happen um and so i didn't love that and so like that brings me down to like a six maybe even a five because i could i think he's one of the more likely people to leave next week if the season continues um and so i i'm kind of stuck between five and six where it's like uh and ultimately i i have to i I think and this might be one of the times where i'm being influenced by the fact that we're not seeing the future week like if we did i might be like five but there's a chance it goes up but like i'm gonna give him a six Mm-hmm. Oh my god! That's how I felt. You guys are smoking crack. There's no. There's no Brent way. gave him a three last week. Brent's uh, not yeah, high yeah, on here. True. He doesn't uh, that, get it. 
Uh, you're right. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get what you're seeing. I, I there's one guy who's ostensibly coming after him. There are two other people who are onto his game. Uh, I don't think that the, anybody, even the people who are aligned with him currently, are going to let a guy like that, a family man, get to the end of the game. I just don't see it. And he's just not on the same level strategy wise as other people. He he has evolved to a more enlightened place, but he is not there. And I don't think that even at his best, he's going to get there. So it is still. A three for Oof. me. Sorry, I'm the Russian judge. <laughs> I, I mean, I think you're fair in being harsher on Hero, but I, I do think three is a little low. Um, but uh, what, what? You just what said he could be a dick. He, he recognized yeah, that he right, could be a dick right. next week. Yeah, yeah, you know. Oh, okay. But there isn't going to be a next week. Well, I mean, like, we're judging this as the <laughs> Like, I, I gave Min a three when she could have been evicted that week had the eviction not been canceled. <laughs> so that's where my scale is at. Um, <laughs> so. Um, all right, so I love him though. I love him. I just I, there's no part of me that really thought he ever had a chance to win this game. Like there, like there's going to come a time where they look at they all look at him and go, "We can't let him get to the end." Like that's mm. just going to happen. It's fair. It's fair. Um, all right. Well, the audience did agree with Melissa and myself. They gave him a six out of ten. Um, so again. yeah, once again, audience disagreeing with Brent. <laughs> Uh, and agreeing that was even us. worse than John Luke because uh, John Luke it was like six 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 four. This one is six 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 three. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Let's talk Sue. Let's talk about Sue. Um, and I can't remember if I went first last time, so I'm just gonna say Brent. Okay. What do you think uh, about Sue? Yeah, boy, honey. <laughs> As somebody, I'm a spoiler alert. I bought. All the Sue stock in the world. Oh, I, I don't understand what she's like. I, I don't even. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not I can't even talk. Like Sue, I, I started her at like a seven, I think, and then I came down. Like last week, I'm like, you know what? The reason I bought her. Here's the thing. The reason I bought her at a seven is because I'm like, even if she messes up a little bit, I feel like she'll just come down to a six, and she'll still make a nickel in the stock market. I thought it was a good buy, so I did it. This week, I looked at the projections, and because she would have been like, if she would have maintained a six again, which she's not gonna do, uh, <laughs> she would have had the opportunity to like it, the interest starts to compound upon itself by the way this market works. Like, if you stay in the green, meaning six and above, you continue to make money, make money, make money, and your price can get astronomically high. So she would have had like, if she could have just stayed in the green just a little bit, which she, you know, we'll see what the other scores are. Uh, she could have really made some money. This week, and I have to believe other people were thinking the same way. But my God, I, uh, somebody who literally not only is she playing subpar in a house full of people that are playing pretty well, but also she's playing with people who know that when she's making mistakes, to let her make mistakes. I was never more shocked when I saw Sue trying to get the votes together to get. Min out of the house this week and keep Carol in the game, which would have been an absolute broadside against half the house who wasn't in on the plan. And Sheldon correctly recognized with Brooke, hey, like even though they wanted to, they were like their first inclination was to stop it. Then he's like, you know, I've been thinking and like we should just like let this happen. Like who cares what happens with Sue? Like she doesn't even have their loyalty anymore. Yeah. There's not a single person that cares. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, not good. I, I mean, like, I, I want to give her some credit for, you know, the, the, I don't want to like. There was something there to start, so it's still there. 
Right. She has a pretty good social game. People enjoy her company. So it's like balancing that. Basically, I'm, a, I'm between a three and a four right now. Um, oh. You know, I, 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 here's the thing. I saw her personality get a little bit out of control this week. And if not for other people, I think it might have gotten more out of control. So I'll give her a three. There you go, Melissa. Yeah. Yeah, I feel a little better about Sue than you do, um, but I do I do see where you're coming from, and I do agree with you. Um, but I do still have faith that her she has a good social game, and I do think that she does have good strategic ability. I just think that she is a little off right now, just a little like snowed. But I've seen her do well, and I've seen her, especially with the social aspect. I I could see a situation where maybe she sees she recognizes like who's with who and everything as the game progresses and then is able to like be like, Oh my God, and do the turnaround. Um, but obviously this was not a, a super great week for her. Although I don't think it's that devastating. Yeah, you know, she could come I back mean, from this. She could. Yeah. Have. That's the thing yeah. is like, we're not going to see her come back from this, but I absolutely could see a situation where she does come back from this. I don't think this is like, Oh, her game is dead in the water. It's over for her. I agree. So like, that's why I, I don't feel necessarily comfortable going that low for her. Um, I am going to take her score down, but not that much just because I do still have faith. Um, so I'm going to give her a five. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at as well, Uh, where I feel like um, I was very like I said, she has faced adversity now. Um, She is facing adversity. She was in a fine position before. The only other time she faced adversity was in the first week where we didn't have feeds. But we did see that she did kind of blow up. Um, And then we didn't see that version of Sue for a little while. And now we're seeing her face adversity again and again. She's blowing up um, and doing things that are not good for her game, which gives me very very little faith in her as a player um, when faced with adversity. That said, it hasn't overly harmed her yet. Now she's a target of Min's when she absolutely doesn't need to be and shouldn't have been. And, uh, and that's really bad. Uh, and if Min won the HOH, she probably would go home, but that's only one person and she could be a pawn and that could put her in danger. But other than that, like, Nobody cares if she stays, but nobody also cares if she goes. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares to target her. Nobody cares to save her. Um, so uh, I don't have a lot of faith in her as a player right now, but her position is still not so dire that uh, I think that she's like completely in the red at the moment. Um, and she does have a chance to would have had a chance to uh to do something moving forward so i'm also at a five which uh i believe yeah so like i gave her a seven the first week six the second week five the this this third week uh just continuing to go down as my faith in her as a player drops as her position in the house drops um and Um, just really quickly before you give the audience uh, tracy in the chat says really y'all gave sue a seven the first week yeah tracy um she not only had the loyalties of a large percentage of the house she was in multiple alliances people enjoyed her company she wasn't a crazy pants yet i mean yeah she was feisty but she wasn't crazy uh mm-hmm. so i mean i think she totally earned that seven i like i loved her position early in the house and if the you know um i forget what that six person alliance they were involved if carol basically if carol had been under. dead weight yes six feet under if they had been dead weight um and it you know in kbbs if it hadn't really taken off as much as it did, I, I really enjoyed Sue's position early in the game. 
Yeah, I, I I will say, Brent, I almost did what you did. I almost went in on Sue this week, uh, but I did make a different decision. Um, so the audience for the third time agrees with Melissa and myself. And Brent is down there below. Uh, the audience says a five for a very extreme. Sue. I don't like boy. If, I, if you're if you're on my bad side, watch <laughs> out. I know people um, who people who are. Uh, Betting the stock market, they're like, what's Brent going to do? Like, what's, oh my God, I got to avoid the one, like the ones that Brent hates. <laughs> who, who does Brent hate? Like, it's uh, true. What, it's true. What's he doing with Vanessa? <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you always have to think, like, what are Brent's thoughts on this person? <laughs> um, sometimes your thoughts change and that makes a big swing, like, uh, like what happened here with Sheldon. Um, all right. So let's talk about Chris. Let's talk about Chris. Uh, oh, oh boy, Chris! What what a what a guy! What a guy here! Um, I feel that Chris um, can he win the game if the game was still happening? Uh, mm, I think that he could if he got there. I do think it's possible. I think that there's enough like earnestness in him that like his creepiness uh, can sometimes like it contends with it. And sometimes the earnest stuff wins and sometimes the creepy wins. Um, But I do feel like if he got there, he could win. I think his problem is getting there. I think that uh, he has four people locked in to target him. And they will never change that opinion for the rest of the game because he took out Michael and how dare he. Um, and so unless him and Vanessa and their side wins a bunch and just is able to decimate the other side, I just have a hard time seeing him survive. Maybe he can win a couple of vetoes here and there, but he's really going to have to struggle to survive. Um, and that's going to be an issue for him. Um, he is one of the more likely people to go home next week without the upside that Hira has in my view. Um, and so for me, I gave Chris a three. Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky because I do feel like he's made some inroads with certain players, but then other players are still targeting him and he's still a major target. So I feel like while he is like doing fairly well on half of the social aspect, the other half is still which Not that's big brother. Yeah. Like, I mean, right. like I think a big brother six in the United States where like, you know, half the house likes you, but the other half right. absolutely hates you. And you know, like how long is that? How long are you going to last? You know, you can only start, you can only slide so far on barbed wire before you get caught. Exactly. I just like, he's the target next week. He's going to be the target the week after that. And the right. week after it's that like until he finally leaves. Yeah. Yeah, there's no I don't see a situation where he's like turning it around and he's not the target and people forget about him. Exactly. Like, I do think that like he's such a big personality and also you know that's an easy thing for the um evictors to lock on to like oh he evicted our friend michael like he was the one who targeted us first like we would have had this four-person alliance now that's over and anytime they win they're going to be seeing we got to get rid of chris it's not going to be like let's direct our attention somewhere else first so i do think that that's a problem for chris and i also feel like if it comes down to it the people who chris is working with would be like yeah yeah take him take him like, you know, don't take me. Like, if, if you're going to target someone on this side, take Chris. That's fine. Like, I don't see any of them, like, sticking their neck out and being like, no, we, we need Chris. Like, we have to figure out a way, like, to make this work, you know? So I do feel like that's not super great. He's not in such a great position. So um, I was out of five last week, and I am going to go down to a four this week. Yeah, but by the way, there's some people coming into chat late. Uh, just really quickly, I mean, it's been a while since we started. So uh, we're, we're judging everybody as if the game 
was still going right now. We're going to give our we're giving our final scores. I think our final scores in the uh Stop. Final we may give one final scores. score. Yeah, yeah, for, yeah which exactly. count for the stock watch? We'll yeah. do a we'll do a postseason, truly postseason wrap up where we give yeah. the players scores independent of everything else. We rate them as players as a whole, as opposed to how they were doing in this particular week. Yeah, but this is just a wrap up, and uh, you know, trying to come to terms with the fact that Big Brother and where, where an accurate view of where the game was at the time yes. that it ended. Yeah, like, like we're not kidding ourselves. We're not delusional. We're not thinking that the show is still going on. We'll yeah, and I'm just I'm speaking, like we're just having fun. Like, I'm sorry. speaking in present tense because I don't like going back and forth between present and past. So I'm just like, it, it, like to me, it's just like it's easier to just evaluate things yeah. in a present tense atmosphere. Yes. All right, Brent. What are your thoughts on Chris? Oh, uh, the bull. It, you know, basically, you guys. I mean, like again, like in, in, not to mention his absolute physical presence. He is an absolute beast. There. are there were a lot of beasts when when Kyle left. I feel like that was Chris's that was Chris's Waterloo when 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 Kyle left because there was nobody else to hide behind. Yep. Like he is going to get put up on the block until he finally leaves. He's going to win a veto. He might win two. He might win an HOH, but he's not going to make it to the end of the game. There's just no way he would need some fantastic, you know, Brooke Sheldon split from Vanessa blow up with. You know, Maddie, and there's something crazy pans to happen. But even then, I have a hard time believing that people are not going to look at Chris and go, "We all need to come together and get him out." Like, you know. So, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's a three for me. Three for Brent. Um, the audience is with Melissa on this one. They gave him a four. Um, so there you go. It's a four for Chris. Let's move on to Vanessa, our final player here to rate, uh, because Kyle and Jamar both gone, as well as, of course, Michael. Uh, so let's talk about <laughs> Vanessa. I can't believe there's only three people gone, by the well, way. Well, Nico also, but, Nico he, didn't, also. but uh, he was never rated at all, yeah. so he never made the board. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, Brent, let's start with you on Vanessa. You have given Vanessa the paddle two weeks running. Yes. <laughs> Where do you stand on her this week? Okay, I finally feel better about Vanessa. I, I she 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 settled down some. Okay, now as Taryn was talking about, uh, I can't remember what update you were referring to. You were like, I I, I had missed this. <laughs> it finally came back, like uh, her in- incredible uh, dislike for Brooke that seems to come out of nowhere for no reason whatsoever, <laughs> uh, and then it goes away, and then it's like, oh, did it happen? Yeah, it happened because she just told someone something about Brooke. She. She made up shit, said shit, or she said something about Brooke that wasn't she wasn't supposed to say. Uh, she's she was in an alliance with Brooke and Sheldon, ostensibly because they wanted to make sure that they don't get targeted by Vanessa. That is the only reason why she was in an alliance with them anymore. They really don't trust her. They really don't care about her. It was just a literal like put your thumb in the dike to make sure that it doesn't blow up on you. That was what the Brooke and Sheldon were doing there. However, uh, she. She has settled down and I see more. The, the reason I kept giving her ones, the reason why I gave her another one last week is because I was convinced that even she could not explain to me what she was doing. It was literally like someone with like, did, did you guys ever see I am legend? And mm-hmm. there was a point in time where the, the dark seeker moves the, 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 uh, the mannequin to the street. Like he moves the mannequin, like the mannequin moves, right? Mm. And Will Smith, uh, thinks he's going crazy. And so he gets his rifle out. And he just starts shooting at everything. Right. 
And I feel like that's what Vanessa was in the game because she was just shooting randomly at people. Some people who were in her alliance, some people were not in her alliance. And she was just like, literally Vanessa was like, uh, Will Smith and I am legend. She was like, Fred! Fred! <laughs> no! No! <laughs> so like, I could not understand anything that she was doing and because of that, I, I, like, I had to give her the lowest score possible. Okay, But as time has gone on, I have understood her much like Sheldon. I've, I've, I'm like, I'm like, uh, just like the bourbons. I've, I come around. Right. So, uh, I finally understand Sheldon. And I finally get Vanessa to a certain extent. And because of that, I'm going to give her a three. That's a long winded say way of saying, and give her a three. I still don't love her game. She doesn't know when to shut up and she'll randomly throw allies under the bus when she shouldn't have. But I think she's in a, I, I cannot deny her position anymore. Chris, Chris in the chat is like eight. <laughs> no, <laughs> I cannot deny her position is better than her gameplay at this point, and because of that, I will give her a three. Yeah, uh, I've given Vanessa two threes in a row, um, and I actually am higher on Vanessa this week, uh, mainly because she's been behaving herself a lot more. She's been doing some right? weird things. Thank you, yes. But mostly it's not been super thing. weird. Like if I was if I was looking at Vanessa with fresh eyes, I'd be like, "Why is she doing this? This is really weird." Um mm. but I wouldn't be like super uh, you know, s- s- like super confused. Um but with my expectations of Vanessa, I'm like, "Wow, she's playing completely rationally at this point." Uh based on like compared to what she was doing before. Um so uh so I I I feel a little bit better about Vanessa this week than I have in the past. Um, that's I have no faith in her as yeah. as a player moving forward. Her position in the game is that uh, she is basically if Chris wins the veto, she's gone next week. She's the second most likely target from that side, uh, and that's not great. Um, but it's not quite as bad as Chris. And if Chris leaves, I could see Vanessa starting to skate by. Um, and, and being left potentially left alone. I, I don't think it's particularly likely. I think she probably screws herself up somewhere along the line, but, uh, but I, I don't have her as low as Chris here. Um, so I gave her a four. Uh, uh, Fatima Mohammed in the chat asks a fair question. Uh, he, she, I can't tell says, did she really settle down or was it just such a stagnant week? I think that is a fair question. Um, but I'm judging the week, I'm, yes. and, you know, and the player within the week. And, you know, maybe it is a reflection of the fact that, that the week was so stagnant and that is why she settled down a little bit. Uh, maybe she's not really this way, but the week sort of forced her to be this way. But, um, you know, you can look at you can look at that. And you can look at somebody like Min, who I granted she's on the block, but she's supposedly not going anywhere and she can't help but keep her mouth going, going, going uh, like the Energizer Bunny. So I'll give Vanessa a little credit for, you know, buckling down and keeping her mouth shut just for a little bit of time. There you go, Melissa. Yeah, I mean, I gave last week I gave Vanessa a two. Um, and I think my main like. I, I did. I think my main reason for ranking her so low, I mean, in addition to all the craziness that we already knew about her, uh, was because during that house meeting, she made very clear that she was tied to Kyle. Like it was the two of them and everyone else is out and she's lying to everyone. And I did not think that was a good move to, you know, tie herself to like that sinking anchor. Um, but then Kyle left and now she's not tied to that anymore. And I do think that she 
handled that pretty well um, this week. Am I freezing? I feel like I'm freezing. No, I can hear you perfectly. Um, okay. Okay, good. Because I keep the video keeps freezing. So I'm like, oh, am I losing it? Um, but I do think that she handled the situation really well and came out, I think, in a decent spot now that Kyle's gone. I mean, she was hitched to Kyle. Now it does seem a little bit like she's hitched to Chris, but um, I think that's better for her than being hitched to Kyle at this point. So uh, I, I feel a little bit better about her, especially because she's not going crazy this week. Um, and the fact that, you know, people, like I said earlier, like, people are drawn to her when they talk to her. Like, I mean, at least I would be. And so I could see her doing well socially um, as the game progresses and being able to convince people of things. Um, And so that's why um, I'm going to go up from a two to a three this week. There you go. Um, And I've seen some people, I'm going to be the highest on her this week, uh, I think. Um, And so uh, I also want to say that, like, uh, because there are some people in the chat that are like, well, what about, like, you know, she's won men back over. I don't think she's won men back over. Um, I think that they're both playing each other at this point. um, And men does not tell Vanessa everything anymore, which is a big step for Min because she tells people she doesn't trust things um, and uh, and Min has kind of clocked Vanessa in the kind of game that she's played. Uh, Maddie also has clocked Vanessa um, in terms of how she lied about the Brooke throwing the veto thing um, and and all of that and so uh, I think that she's Vanessa is going to have a hard time getting herself back into the as good of a position as she was in back when we were rating her lower um uh so uh, i think the 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 difference here is that she's not actively sabotaging herself anymore but her position is actually worse than it was before um by a decent margin um so uh, i i did go up on her but only because i think that her position is a little more stable now where before it could have just instantly come all all come crashing down on her now it's looking like uh it, she's got a chance here to um had a chance here to uh to move forward in some kind of way uh, but the audience said, Ooh, the audience was with, 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 with uh. <laughs> the audience was with you guys. They gave her a three out of 10. So I actually was the highest on, uh, on Vanessa this week. Wouldn't you know? <laughs> All right. So that's it. That is the final in-game stock watch ratings, uh, for so even, just be Big clear, Bear even though Yes, even though we're going to rate people next week overall, like this is the end for this for this season. So yes, whatever we when we turn the page and turn on the uh, simulator and see a winner, mm-hmm. uh, that that that'll that will be it. Okay. Yep. Uh, unlike Big Brother Canada Eight, we will have a winner <laughs> of the stock watch. There might be a tie. It's actually kind of likely that there will be some kind of tie, but that's okay. Uh, we'll we'll, we'll recognize the people who. Uh, we yeah. Did it. Um, so while we wait for uh, for everything to update, um, I can go over some some stats that I have um, that uh, in week two, the most purchased player was, in fact, Suzanne. So, uh, so the week that we just got done, like people. Yes, this week. week. Sorry, yeah this this week. Oh, okay. Uh, the the most people did what you did, Brent. They went oh. with Suzanne. Well, sorry, girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second most purchased player, uh, not too big of a margin here, was Sheldon. So, uh, if you were choosing between Sheldon and Sue, like a lot of people probably were, um, Sheldon was the was the better call there. Um, third most. Purchase player was John Luke, um, but there's a bit of a margin there. Then another big gap, and then uh, Maddie was actually number four. 
So uh, $34,000 total spent on Sue. 29,000 spent on uh, I will on say Michelle. that, you know, even though I absolutely clobbered her with my score, that, you know, you all didn't, and the audience didn't. You guys gave her five. So, like, the score went five, 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 three. And because of that, her score averaged out to a 4.5, which rounds up to a five. Yes. So, her score, so even though it went five, 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 three, her, her average score is still a five, which is only a dollar less than what it was. So, I don't think you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, it's, you're but, not going to lose yeah. your your yeah. uh, you know your house or anything. Yeah. your stock, your fake stock watch house. Um, I might, I might, you might like basically have the same amount of money that you did, like because like it, it went. It's not positive anymore, but on the other hand, you're not being penalized because it's not negative. So yeah. we'll, see. we'll uh, see. And of course, you can you can find all of this on realitystockwatch.com. Um, that's where you can find everything uh, that we're talking about. If you want to play along next time, um, <laughs> we, uh, the all-time, all-time uh, purchasing uh, Sheldon alt for the the two trading windows. Sheldon was the most purchased player overall, with sixty-three thousand dollars spent on him. With Suzanne as a very close second, sixty-one thousand dollars spent on Sue. So uh, that's those are some stats. Let's take a look at what we have wow okay hold on let me get this let me pull this up uh here is the refreshed leaderboard and uh you can see this on the video if you're watching along on youtube and we will read out uh the the top five here um can i make it bigger uh yes yeah yeah zoom in on that yeah um there you go uh so in first place tegan with three hundred and ninety-one dollars, wow! Just two cents and more, seventy cents, just above second place, Jasmine C. With three hundred ninety-one dollars and sixty-eight cents, uh, then in oh third place, Prissy Missy. It's so close with three ninety-one and forty-five cents. <laughs> Oh then Noah Arbs in fourth place with three eighty nine and sixty one cents, and then it looks like myself and Dan W tied for fifth place with three eighty five and fifty cents. Um, so uh, it's, it's just a matter of cents separating the top three, That's wild. Uh, and then about six dollars separating the uh, first place from the top uh, five uh, or even down to top ten. All uh, in the same same sort of range in the 380 range so and there's um, our mod bill hall there oh there you go bill hall um we've got uh two things are infant there at a 12th um let's see any other uh any lfc here tom palmer there's tom palmer 36th place um any any, any, any other notables there? there's fake brent walgamont who <laughs> apparently brent did better walgamont. than real brent walgamont wow. brent just take the credit <laughs> say that's you <laughs> um so let me let me just check uh, obviously yeah here's what we see here that sheldon uh all of the top players chose to purchase sheldon this week um and our person in first place also, uh, no, they just went all in on Sheldon. Yeah. They kept um, the money, whereas the person in second place ch- uh, bought one stock of Min Lee. Oh, oh, but with, Min Lee made money. Yeah, but I, I don't know how that works. Like, so I'm guessing, if, I'm guessing that what happened here is that Tegan purchased John Luke last week, uh, and Jasmine probably purchased like the second most um, money making person. Uh, so I'm guessing here ah. that Tegan 
was played a perfect game. Tegan purchased John Luke, all John Luke the first time, all Sheldon the second time, and uh, and therefore is in the lead here. Um, I see. Yeah, it's it's not a reflection of this week. It's a reflection of the whole every, basically everything and they were probably ahead of jasmine going yes into that would be my that would be my guess yeah. uh, we yeah. will have more detailed information on that in the future um well uh, in fact i think we have like a portfolio or dashboard page that i can show you in a second but let's just take a look at where brent Walgamot. Oh, uh, no. Oof. Let's just say you're fake Brent Walgamot. The thing I said about Sue. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. I really lost that much. 65. Wow. That's, that was, that is surprising. That's like, isn't there only like 1,500 people competing? What was her prize? How much did I, how much money did I lose? Um, oh, no, Brent. Do we have, uh, do we, does anybody have how much money Sue lost here? Um, we, the projection is, is no longer there. Uh, so, um, I guess it was a decent chunk. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? I think it, it I think, you know what I think it is, Brent, that what? if we look at the, uh, cause I was, I was noticing this as we were doing the ratings. When you look at these ratings, almost all of them went up. Very few of them went down. And so I think Sue is just one of the few players that went down. And so everybody else went up and everyone that went in on Sue went down. Basically, okay. that's what it's. Uh, they're saying that uh, Sue lost 16 percent. Yeah, that's but not much what at you all. said. Yeah. 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 Because I think I had like 220. Uh, like it was my, my portfolio was like, you know, around 220 because I didn't make much with Sue. I made a nickel, you know, with Sue last week. Uh, and so I bought more of her this week. Um, and then I lost like 40 bucks. So my, I'm at $188. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but because everybody else went up, that's why I'm doing so terrible. So where's Melissa at? Where is Melissa? Did she beat Brent? I'm oh at 1400. She did. 11, did. 17. Yeah. <laughs> that's the second time in a row, isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Man. <laughs> You I'm know, so we make, good. We well make done, Melissa. Every time, but she still <laughs> manages to be friends. <laughs> uh, Melissa, who is in on John, Luke, Maddie, Rianne, and Vanessa. Yeah, you know, doing my usual strategy. I still haven't learned. <laughs> I just like can't figure it out. Um, so the reason I went wow when I looked at this, I believe I was fifth place in uh, Big Brother 21 as well. Uh, so that's I think nuts. that's that sounds right to me. Um, Man. Yeah. So there you Very go. Very consistent. That, there is big Jennifer. Brother. Jennifer Drabon in the chat it follows me says, I didn't even play and I beat Brent. I had $200. <laughs> oh, <Bitch>. God. <laughs> uh, so uh, feel free to check out this leaderboard. Anybody can access it on uh, realitystockwatch.com. You can search for any any user. Um, I do believe we have some updaters who are playing. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the other thing I would yeah, like. What happened for- to Mel? Mel was. Uh, uh, way high. Yeah, can you tell that? I don't want to embarrass anybody. Well, no, no, well, we don't okay. embarrass anybody. <laughs> I, I would like for she the got future. better than I did. I would different. We we do interrupting Brent. We plan. He's like, I would like. I, I would know like, what he, I know what he's going to say. We plan okay. on the LFC that LFC tag. We plan on allowing for uh, like filters uh, with such sorts of things. Yeah, I want I want the LFC or not the LFC. I want the uh, the live beat updaters. The updaters, yeah, yeah that'd the up, be cool. updaters to have a tag so that I can offset from everybody else, so I know who they are. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Mel uh, has. Yeah, she told me uh, yesterday she did want to go in on Sue, so that was Mel just, was like uh, 
number one last time. Tied for first, she? yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Wow, how the mighty fall, huh? Ouch. Um, I think Puya, yeah, Puya was playing. Puya, 111th place. Not bad. That's pretty good when there's like 1,500 people. How many people are playing now? Uh, yeah, 1,500-ish. 1,500-ish, uh, okay. Let me look. Uh, go all the way to the end. Uh, Six, wow, 1,630, uh, oh, no, 1,680 people. So almost Wow, so now we're people. embarrassing the lowest people. <laughs> we're like, everyone, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess These I, are the worst people. <laughs> I, I, I guess I will say that... Uh, we're like shaming people now. <laughs> I was like fifth place of like 300 in Big Brother 21. <laughs> And so fifth fifth of sixteen hundred is not 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 something to shake a tail at. Yeah, but no uh, but it also was uh you know two weeks of game. So yeah. Well congratulations, Keegan. Uh Jasmine C and Chrissy Missy and Noah Arbs in fourth place for beating Taryn. Yes, for time. Job well done. You did me proud. Mm. Um, I wonder because I I had a little bit extra left over and I bought Rianne with it. Yeah, that's exactly what Dan did. Yep. Uh, so if I had purchased anybody else, if I had purchased John Luke, uh, I would have I would have probably anybody. had a little bit of an edge. Um, all right, so there is the Taryn always looking for, for that season. edge. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> You got it. Um, all right. So let's just run through some of these other questions that we had on the survey and we'll start to wrap things up. Uh, how would you rate the episodes of Big Brother Canada this week? 3.9. Yeah, not good. A lot of filler, a lot of just, you know, a lot of who knows? Really a lot shady, of not telling us anything. Yeah. Really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how'd you rate the feeds? 3.1. No, not, I, like yeah. almost as bad as the episode. Feeds are down they, they most exist. of the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, how would you rate the season as a whole so far? Uh, 3.9. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It, like, it's the forgotten season at this point. I feel I, so bad for the cast. First you know? week, I think this was at like a 7.1 yeah. or something. Like, Everyone was really excited. I was really excited. I mean, it seemed just so promising. Everyone was there to play. It was just like we had a lot of strong characters, a lot of unique people. I was very excited. And it's disappointing to see that this is the way it goes. But, you know, that's that's 2020 for you. Yeah. Uh, rank the players from your favorite to your least favorite. Um, some interesting uh, results here. Hmm. Uh, so is this you know, all the players that, all, have, that are players are, are remaining in the game? Okay. And it does include Carol. Okay. So I think Carol has to be at the end. She has to be worst. Yeah. Carol is by far. Okay. <laughs> like but, um, by a wide margin in last place. I'm trying place. to think of the people who responded to. I think the people that were, see Brooke, the, Brooke has a lot of haters, Melissa. A lot of people yeah. online don't like her. Um, and a lot of people do like Maddie, even though she, uh, since, I gotta stop saying that word. Sorry. I get on a word and I start using it a lot. Uh, she, she is a, probably a terrible big brother player, Maddie. <laughs> I love her, but she's, she's terrible. <laughs> disagree. Agree to disagree. No, she's not terrible, but she doesn't understand how the game can be played. I'll put it that way. Um, I'm I'm still gonna say Brooke is the most well liked player for people responding to Taryn's survey. I think people responding to Taryn's survey will say Sheldon. Okay, you are both incorrect. Yeah, Ooh. I feel like something shady was gonna happen. What Minley? <laughs> no, <laughs> not Minley. Okay, well, let's think about this. Okay, could it be Chris? No, no. Uh, it's not Sue. No, it's not Angie. It's not Carol. We know that. Kira. 
<laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. I, knew, I was like, wait, Taryn survey? You got to go through the whole survey, you the whole I cast. I had to think about it, and I was like, wait, if this is a Taryn survey, <laughs> they're going to pick Hera. Um, Hira in first place by a very small margin um, immediately followed by Brooke who was in second place Uh, so uh, you know they they take an average uh, of the you know the ranking here and Hira was above Brooke by three hundredths of a point Um, so very very close but Hira took first place followed by Brooke then Sheldon in third place. Another very close uh, two tenths of a difference there between Sheldon and Brooke. Uh, Then we have a bit of a gap. So very clear top three. Hira, Brooke and Sheldon all very close together. Then we have in fourth place. uh, Who who do we think? Who do we think landed in fourth place here? Oh, God. Maddie. Sure. No. It is Min Lee. Min Lee. Oh, yay! Min Lee has a lot of love. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, Min Lee, then John Luke, and then Maddie. Mm. Then then a more significant drop. And then you got Sue, Rianne, Chris, Angie, Vanessa, and. It's a space and Carol. Um, So there you go. uh, That was the last favorite player rankings of the season. Um, We will, of course, do one. Big one at the end, uh, the final, final wrap up where everybody will be included, of course. Um, I asked strategically who is the best person for Sheldon to have targeted this week for his game. And 51% responded. Minley was the correct target to focus on um, where 15% said Carol. Now, obviously, this is like a weird week to ask this question like strategically i think they're probably right that min lee was the right target but then once carol wants to quit is it the same thing do you have to account for that in the game and so i think this this is one of the least uh clear answers here yeah so uh ask how do you feel about the wendy's power necklace (laughs) oh my god wow (laughs) talk about a footnote in big brother history yeah. yeah. Wow. Poor Wendy's. Um uh 24 out of 100. It's uh, I'm just I'm 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 thinking about that like when that thing came up and Sheldon looked over and was like, "Oh, what is that?" To when like Brittany and Sarah had it in the Have Not Room in in season 3 and like the difference between the two. Like yeah. it was so dumb. It was uh, so dumb. <laughs> people did not like this. This is uh this isn't into the hate it territory. Hate it. Uh, we already talked about it. Uh, what's the better way to quit? And then finally, another weird question that's normally straightforward: Who do you want to be evicted this week? Um, because the, the, this is weird. Because technically, if Min Lee is evicted, Carol also probably leaves. Yeah. So, and and she kind of leaves in a, in an even worse way for her uh so if you don't like carol there's a lot of incentive to choose men here right so it was actually it was 70 percent carol and 30 percent men i can see that yeah. yeah yeah that's why i was mad when i saw that sue was trying to get the votes to uh to keep uh carol around and get rid of men because number one men was going to be on the jury and i wanted her to be on the jury at least if not you have a shot to get you in to the end of the game um, and two, I thought I was like, now we're going to have to put up with Carol. Like, I didn't really believe she was going to quit. Like, I think she was one of these people that wanted to be evicted. Like, she wanted to have her tail ended the way she wanted it to be done. And, you know, if it, if, if it didn't happen now, it wasn't going to happen, I felt like. So, 
I was mad. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to put up a carol anymore. Ugh. Yeah. Well, there you go. That uh, that's going to wrap this up. Do we have any final thoughts? Any final words for uh, for Big Brother Canada Eight? Um, like I said, I will be back tomorrow in the morning briefly, and then uh, we'll probably talk on Thursday about Wednesday uh, tomorrow night's episode, uh, and then the following week as well. Uh, we will be back around, and uh, like I said, plenty so- of interviews, plenty of uh, wrap ups, and brand steals. So we've got plenty of stuff headed coming uh, down the pipeline. Uh, don't leave us yet but uh but for now what are we thinking uh just just to be clear like there are two episodes and when are they they're on wednesday and wednesday is that what it is i believe so 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 no thursday episode this week i I don't think so so there's an episode tonight and then an episode next wednesday and that's it i think so or the episode tomorrow wednesday yes that's what uh, yeah Tomorrow, Sorry, Wednesday, I'm not trying to, and then I'm next not week, Wednesday. The I believe that is the, I believe that is the case. Uh, either way, whenever they are, we'll be yeah, talking about episode. them at some point. Uh, okay. So, what about our draft? Oh wow! I forgot about that. Um, I I don't remember because this year, um, the guy who normally does our cool little like graphic that I then retweet and like refer back to didn't do it, so I don't even know. Where are you? We need a we need a minion. It's like <laughs> I, I just forgot his name on Twitter. It's a Kipriku or something. Sorry if I like. Totally it, I'm, I'm hearing it's a tie. I, well, I lost Kyle. I lost Kyle. Um, Brent, you lost Jamar. Yeah, uh, yeah, I picked Jamar. I'm pretty and sure. None of us. Melissa, picked Nico. you lost Michael, and nobody picked Nico. So it's a tie. In yeah. terms of how many people we have left. And technically I didn't lose Carol yet, so oh. <laughs> um well here's what I, I think we have to do then. When we do the brand steel simulation, oh, yeah. the winner of the brand steel simulation will win the draft. That's good. I like it. <laughs> um because uh we need winners. We need winners. We can't this. just end things without winners. No, yeah. uh, Taryn, if, if we do the uh, brand I did I did a brand steal for sequester uh like last, it was last night. Oh my god, like all the days blend together when you're at home all the time. Um I like know. Uh, uh like are you so you're gonna uh, I trust you to load in all of the relationships. I and, think I I mean uh, I think that maybe what we'll do is we'll go through it on the okay. podcast. Uh right. maybe. Uh, well, you know, we'll see. Okay. Um cool. and you know discuss we'll like talk about the players and what their relationships are and what their stats would be i think that yeah. might be fun um yeah. so Ooh. yeah uh so that's, that's brant steel not brent steel people <laughs> brent steel that's a porn star we we <laughs> that was another life let's go <laughs> um all right um anything else anything else melissa brent not really. I'm just sad that this is the way it has it has to end. You know, I was really looking forward to seeing how the season would play out. I feel like it had a lot of promise. Um, great cast. Um, and also, you know, this is something uplifting that we needed during this time, I feel. But it's it's sad to see it go. But I understand, you know, like health and safety, etc. Very important. Um, and, you know, you got to keep in mind that there are crew members who are working on this show um, when they're not supposed to. I mean, people are supposed to be staying at home. You're supposed to be isolating. And so everyone who says, you know, yeah, but the, but they're all like locked in this one house. They're essentially quarantined together. Like what's the problem? Isn't that the safest place to be? It's not just them. It's everyone who's working on the show. So, you know, it, it's unfortunate, but we all have to be understanding, I think. And I, just hope that we will see another Big Brother Canada next year. Yeah. 
Um, I do want to thank uh, the excellent engineers of realitystockwatch.com. Yes. Uh, they uh, Good job. were fantastic. Um, cool. You can find them on Twitter. I, t- I tweeted out. Uh, I'll, I'll make a retweet of that and, and send people to um, to them uh, oh, yes. on, on Twitter. Uh, oh. They've done a fantastic job working very, very hard uh, mm-hmm. on the website. And uh, it has run very smoothly. Uh, uh, considering that the we estimated that we'd have like maybe 300 players and we got about 1600 players so uh they've done a, a great job um and of course i want to thank uh alexandra and christina and uh and mel for all their help with uh the stock watch and uh everything surrounding it um and uh um you know yeah, everyone everyone involved the brent melissa thank you guys thank um, you taryn we, yeah. we love working with you as always and it's always a fun time talking big brother uh i will say that uh taylor in the chat wanted me to mention that uh, he wanted us to do like a merge draft with like the, the 12 players who are remaining in survivor right now but taylor i love you honey but i don't really have a ton of interest in doing that doesn't want to stick the edge of extinction thing so like you know like i just want to enjoy survivor like i don't i don't need a draft in my life to enjoy survivor <laughs> like i i'd come on and talk survivor like i i'll t- i'll tell you guys a secret I don't love drafts. <laughs> like drafts are a mechanism for us to talk yeah. about the players. That's why we do. I that. love the draft. It, it invests me in certain players that I wouldn't necessarily be invested Sometimes in. I and it gives me like a I, vested interest. I remember I picked Sheldon number one. And after that, I'm like, who the hell did I pick? I pick, yeah. I think I picked Minley and Jamar. Like, I, I really like, I'm like, who, who did I pick? Um, so like, it's a mechanism for us to talk about the players in a way that you guys can understand it. But like, you know, Come on, like, I'm not. Well, fine. You guys can step aside and let me win every draft from now on because I care about it. What, what do you think I've been doing, Melissa? Uh, <laughs> Ugh, I still like to win because then that means you didn't win. Uh-huh. Um, well, if you want some survivor coverage, I will be talking with Kevin Martin on Thursday about uh, about this uh, this coming week's episode of Survivor. So make sure you check that out. Uh, I've been doing that every week. Um, and of course, uh, as I mentioned before, you can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Uh, I will be doing some more streams as Big Brother is closing out. And, uh, you know, I'll also maybe be uploading things to YouTube where you can find me it's like youtube it's taryn armstrong on youtube or whatever okay uh, sorry not to put you on the spot taryn but like people keep asking me this they want me to talk about what i was uh, so the other night i played yes. a sequester mini people don't understand what a mini is uh so like they were wanting me to go over to twitch on your channel sometime and like so if you want to do that sometime this week i could uh you know hop over there for like an hour and talk about my experience the mini or like yes, for what those, the mini was or yeah for those that did not see it that do not that are not aware uh brent and i covered a season of sequester it's the that is the live version that is uh days long and is produced um played in but, a house like big brother yes yeah. um but they uh especially you know with the current state of the world um that uh, they're running some mini seasons online and brent actually participated in one of those the other night um and and so uh, Brent has actually now had a little taste All of what right. it's like to, to play in, in something Ooh. like this. I got voted out. That's so yeah. cool. did. did you really? Yeah. Oh my God. That's right? so fun. It was, it's basically like a, a night of like picture. Like if you play Big Brother, and wrapped it all up into one night. That's basically what it's like. Like you're yeah. going, like you're clicking around the rooms and you're doing this and doing that and talking to people and figuring out who's lying to you and who's not. And 
like so yeah I'll, I'll, maybe i'll come over to twitch sometime this week when, when, that's so you know, cool we got nothing but we got nothing but time folks so uh i'll come over there and and i know that audrey's going to be running the minis every week uh so you can just like write at sequester access on twitter or go to patreon.com slash sequester or especially women by the way like that, that's a, the other thing about the, the minis that i saw when you have people signing up at home to play these reality tv games and you know poke people out backstab and do all that fun stuff it's a lot of guys behind the keyboard <laughs> I, we need more women more women so if <laughs> you're a woman was... out there who likes to play and likes to play hard like uh go for it what that was that, that was definitely something that you were doing uh in the game <laughs> like uh we yeah, can't right? get out the women yeah uh. <laughs> yeah right i mean like come on like i mean like I'm, I'm gay as hell, and I don't want to sit around and look look at a bunch of guys. Like, come on. <laughs> like let's have a little diversity. Uh, all right. Uh, well, I think that's about what we have for you. So make sure you find me on Twitch uh, again, Twitch.tv/slash Sharon Armstrong. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us this season. Uh, I hope that what little we got from this season, even though it was tumultuous, it was controversial, it was all sorts of messy and everything else in between. Uh, I hope that uh, we've done our best to. Uh, to talk you through it and to uh, to 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 give you some companionship in these uh, very isolated times of ours. Uh, and as I said, I, I will do my best to continue to provide you as much content as we can get out of the season uh, in the coming weeks. So uh, please stay tuned for that. And, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you guys so much for uh, for allowing us to, uh, to to do this for you uh, and to provide the distraction for ourselves. Um, and uh you you guys you guys are our companions and uh i know that uh brent and melissa are with me when we say that we very much appreciate uh everything that you do you guys do for us um and uh we hope that you uh you all stay safe and uh you know stay uh stay together we're all in this together so stay together but very far apart yeah yeah stay by yourself do not be together yeah everybody isolate (laughs) <laughs> make sure you stay isolated yes um all right so that's what that's what we have for you thank you thank you so much for joining us you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren brent is at one lucky gay melissa says it is at it's melissa with three a's and that's what we have for you so for brent and melissa i'm taren armstrong that's it thanks for joining us bye Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.